I'll be booking. <laughs> Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where you book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, and today I'm your GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. Just a reminder that TCW won week two and is currently in the lead. Primetime, Travis T. <laughs> hey, things are looking good for Kenny's show because I just beat my meat something vicious and I'm in a good mood. <laughs> and a side note, an unrelated side note, unrelated side note. Did you guys know? Hey, Ayo, drop the link to the vid. <laughs> little fudge. How am I to follow that? Bad guy? I don't even know what to say. I, like, I, I win! Know. I don't even know. Yeah, yep, you win. Hey, hey, hey y'all see that thread on Twitter about guys who go to porn conventions? <laughs> and how they got like dead ass stares in the eyes. See how they're taking the picture. John, John goes to porn conventions and cosplays. <laughs> he cosplayed as Lena Paul. Yeah. <laughs> the Maybe putting her through it too. That's what I'm like. <laughs> All right. So this week we've got the moment, the moment with them as Naomi Banks. <laughs> I'm her stud double like Ms. Dow. <laughs> that's that's why. That means you'll right. be taking the pounding. All right, all right, all right. This week we've got DPW's uh, worlds col- world when worlds collide, right? It's just worlds, worlds collide. Just worlds collide. Worlds collide. All right. We start up with this. This is what it's like when worlds collide. Kenny, maybe you should go to rap. Shut your mouth. This is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first night of Raw. All right, so this is the. Official beginning to round three. Yep. First pay-per-view for DPW. So uh, we're just going to go ahead. If you haven't listened to any of the Book of Verse stuff, you can either go back to the beginning of this series. You can go back to the beginning of the last one. You can go back to the first one. If you're really bold, you can go all the way back and see how we got here. Um, yeah, because me and the moment been doing Book of Verse. Y'all just didn't know. Right. Except with <laughs> an open roster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you think about it, really. it was it was this, but with an open roster, and there was a lot of stuff that was yada yada yada. Uh, it really got intense. But we got all booked together. It took eight parts to book a John Cena yeah. heel. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that because that's what I was trying on a soundboard, and it was not fun. And when um, I fucking cursed me and Travis got into a twenty minute argument about the um, theme. I feel like a soundboard would be funny. How did that go wrong? Um, I didn't know how to use the mixer well. So you and... just play a fart noise and a lag for 20 seconds? Well, and then, and then we switched over to StreamYard. Like, I would get things, but then we switched over to StreamYard, and we just started doing it a different way. Understood. Um, but There's just... too much experimentation on air for yeah, that. Yeah, there was. <laughs> but that's how you get... So you get there sometimes. All right, Not, but you could you could do it beforehand. That's also an option. Yeah, they could have, but we were busy at that time. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never been busy a day in my life. This is an act of racism. Y'all put the <laughs> Mike thinks they look the same. No, that's Streamyard. I just pressed the button. <laughs> you blame it, Streamyard. <laughs> it's because the mode was in the first spot. Mm. All right. Well, this is DPW Worlds Collide. 
and um, we're at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. We get a camera cut to the Worlds Collide stage as Pyro goes off and Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000 plays as we get a clip montage of the superstars and various highlights of the respective shows. So they're just doing flips and slamming each other through stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it's lit, the intro. Um, let me see. The themed arena has two worlds crashing into each other as the logo. Half of the stage is red, representing Monday Night uh, Madness. And then half the stage is blue, representing Thursday Night Throw. Like well, did you do somewhere. this? It's like that? heaven and hell, kind of. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It, it's like the cover of SmackDown vs. Raw, the game in which this music is literally in. He was playing okay. SmackDown vs. Raw, so this you know how. This game too much. <laughs> no, I, no, honestly, I just... No, that's, that's not what I was thinking Next of. year, yeah. Worlds Collide's theme is just going to be Vince McMahon's face with one red <laughs> eye. <laughs> yeah, so this is the first pay-per-view where Monday Night Madness and Thursday Night Throwdown join together in the festivities. We have an eight-man Money in the Bank match to start up the show. So let's get right to it. Since the brand's main titles will be defended and unified later on the night, DiBiase Jr. wants to showcase other talent, <clears throat> showcase who will be who will potentially be our world champion. This will be decided in the mon- in a Money in the Bank ladder match. The winner will get a shot at the unified titles at any time they please. Montez Ford um, was officially replaced in the match by Loki due to his uh, fate being determined for injury for injuring uh, Two Cold Scorpio weeks back with his reverse Death Valley driver, and Loki's been uh, rising up the ranks too as well. So, uh, shut up. <laughs> so I want, we we want Montez. <laughs> you really had him saying all that shit just to get taken out of the match? Hey, he look, he had to get taken out, man. He got taken out. So, Ricochet uh, comes out in a gold chain with uh, red tights with fly boys on the side and gold with gold oh, kick shit, pads and red. <laughs> <laughs> so, he front flips out as the crowd cheers and he high-fiving people on the way there. Darby Allen is sitting in the locker room with Alexa Bliss. They both lean in for a kiss and then stop and then smile at each other. And she pulls back. And yeah. They're the couple that hisses at you in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah they're, yeah, they're weird. So then they stop and just smile at each other. And she pulls them back and she's like, get them, Darby. And starts cracking up. And then, I, and then Yeah, then I actively hate this movie. I, I don't. I You're hate point five so right much. now. So, so he walks out determined. Uh, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly comes out in blue camo trunks with uh, blue camo knee pads and boots. He this has a chef. Right. ugliest fucking matchup. Go he ahead, has a chef apron on as well as he does. Why? <laughs> <laughs> is is, wait, is it Blue Lives like Matter Cabo? <laughs> no, no, it's just it's Blue Cabo. Wait, 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 did you say he comes out wearing a chef? A chef Who is apron? It? Mike, he, what, he kind of cam- Mike like what kind of camo comes in blue? Uh, I don't know. I think Navy has blue, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest, I don't know. Not true, the camo man. No, I'm not. I know, I know like three patterns of camo. <laughs> three more than I. And it's the Demar, don't you remember him him going on a long ass rant about camo? Yeah, uh, yeah, do. and it was only those three. <laughs> <laughs> How much is there to talk about? I, I think there's, uh, there's a lot of camos. I only like, know three. I think it's polar because like I remember being as a kid, I used to be into that shit. Because uh, I think it was get him, uh, get him, S- guys. SVRO six. Y'all are a fucking. Y'all are got real white in here. I was say y'all are different of white person. I know boys. Around here, I know Wood, Woodland, I know Digiflora, and I know AOR1. That are is those Pokemon? What the? F- <laughs> I know I caught a Digiflora oh, on Pokemon Go for sure. <laughs> that's a Digimon character. <laughs> well, that's his. Uh, that's well, a Bakugan. Anyway, that's his outfit in uh, what you call it in uh, WWE 2K22. Anyway, the Who is uh, it? the blue camel, Kyle O'Reilly. What about the fucking chef's okay. apron? You ever yeah, the chef's that? apron is the problem. It's not. But it's, it's different though. It's different. He goes over. <laughs> he's, he's like, but to eat, but to eat. Oh no! Is this gimmick from Guy Fieri? <laughs> then uh, Loki comes out. He's saying, "I'm about to eat." He's like, "About to eat." 
<laughs> That's Loki. Travis's catchphrase too. <laughs> yeah. Loki comes out in uh, yellow tights with black boots. You know, it's uh, Travis' favorite wrestling. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out in a cutoff black T-shirt. It says KO in white with uh, black shorts and black boots. I know who I'm rooting for. Wait, what's cut off? The bottom or the sleeves? The sleeves. Oh, I thought no. you had him come out in your belly and shirt. Like no, 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 in a cutoff. In a cutoff. Okay. Hey, no, I've, been thinking, I've been thinking about coming out in crop tops. When I'm in Oklahoma City, I'm wearing nothing but crop tops. Even to the wedding. Like Homer Simpson. Oh, we all flame you for that. <laughs> Cesaro, comes out. <laughs> Cesaro comes out in uh, black trunks with purple trim, purple shooting sleeve, and black kick pads with black boots. So he's in his old Kings of Wrestling uh, outfit. Uh, John Moxley comes out as Wild Thing plays. He's on. He has a uh, black jeans on, black boots, and the Ricky Vaughn. Does he come through the, the ramp or does he come through the crowd? He comes through the crowd. He comes through okay. the crowd. And then a church choir is playing tambourines in all white. A very eccentric choir director and singing, "Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me." And it's really we bad. Now all the Catholic Church twenty. It's fucking Jake Roberts. And then the choir director turns around. <laughs> the choir director remo- uh, turns around, moving his hood, and it's real to be nice, Pac. He turns around and is singing badly. <laughs> I once was lost, but now I'm found. God damn it. I really we had hype <laughs> the show, like, and he, then you he, started talking. That literally. <laughs> no, I'm like a nice puck. That just saved you like a dollar. <laughs> oh, he's he's singing badly. Nice puck removes the top, revealing a white t- uh, white tights and a white dress shirt that's open. And he's catching the Holy Spirit, dancing obnoxiously as the crowd's booing him. Nice puck gets on the mic and says, before we start the match, I have something to say. Crowd boos even more. He says, I'm here to cleanse DPW of the bad guys. Some of you here are on the <laughs> wrong side of the morality line. I'm here to help you out. Victoria, cue the slideshow. We see Victoria in a production truck. She's irritated. She presses the button. He's like, there's me. We see a picture of um, uh, X-Pac looking sad on the screen. Sad, aimless, cheating to win. That's no way to live. Then a pick changes to him happy. He's like, now look at me, happy. Change man. After I single-handedly solved the sexism crisis here in America, I dedicated my life to changing everything good. Crowd boos him even more now. He's, the pick changes to the same exact pick, but it's a terribly photoshopped money in the bank case in his hand now and terribly <laughs> photoshopped glasses on him as well. This will be me tonight. Cool as a cucumber after I get the money in the bank briefcase and use my newfound fame to reach new heights and help cleanse the world as I become the DPW <laughs> undisputed champion. So the crowd's booing like crazy now. But honestly, guys, even though I will be taking home the money in the bank, you are all winners in my eyes. We see, Victor- like we see Victoria in the truck rolling her eyes and leaves. Nice Pac has his arms up as the crowd boos. He goes to shake Moxley's hand, but then gets stiff punched by Moxley as the crowd cheers and the bell rings. Everyone in matches starts stomping him out, and he rolls out the ring holding his back. Um, so now we're going to get to the spot. So that's how the match starts. <clears throat> so Cesaro does like a big swing party. Um, but gets stopped by a chop block but from um, Loki. Nice Park runs at Cesaro, but gets flipped on his back and is put in a big swing as well. After he's tossed, Nice Park gets up and runs at him, and Cesaro hits him with a UFO now. Um, and Nice Park is like walking around Disney. He's like swinging at the air, like he's like being obnoxious with the selling, and he drops. At one point, Nice Park does a, a triangle plancha to Kevin Owens and Cesaro outside of the ring. Uh, at one point, uh, Kyle O'Reilly does a belly to belly suplex to the ladder in the corner to Darby Allen. Um, one point, Loki um, is on the ground. Darby Allen grabs Loki by the ankles and goes backwards and tries to like toss him into the corner. But Loki lands on the second top rope and then does the springboard foot stamp to his chest while Darby's on the ground. 
Uh, at one point, Moxley and Cesaro are fighting up on the top of the ladder. Cesaro gets headbutt by Moxley, and Mox puts um, puts him in between his legs for a power driver and leans all the way back with him until they fall off the ladder. Until they fall off the ladder, and does like a, like a super power driver pretty much as the crowd chants "Holy shit!" As he looks on, chewing his gum with a smirk on his face. Um, at one point, the two ladders are in like an M like formation like this. So Kevin um, Kevin Owens and Nice Pac are uh, both climbing ladders at the same time. Uh, like in the middle, and they get into a punch exchange, and it ends with an elbow from Kevin Owens and puts Nice Pac into a package power driver, and they go far onto lighters as well. Uh, at one point, Kevin Owens does a pop up powerbomb to Moxley onto the apron. Uh, Ricochet does a running shooting star clothesline off the apron to um, Darby outside of the ring. Uh, Cesaro spots Nice Pac um, while he's on the ladder, turns his body, and does like a diving European uppercut off the second highest step of the ladder. At one point, Kevin Owens bridges the ladder onto the ropes and the other ladder that is up in the middle of the ring. While Loki and Kevin Owens are fighting at the top of the ladder, Loki gives uh, Kevin Owens a stiff kick to the head while they're on the ladder, and Kevin Owens headbutts him while Loki's groggy. Owens suplexes him off, and they both hit the uh, bridge ladder. At one point, Kyle O'Reilly sitting on the, top, um, on the turnbuckle facing the crowd. Loki does a dragon sleeper like up, up top, then rolls backwards with him, and they both and he lands on his chest real hard and then continues to do the dragon sleeper. And he's doing that until he gets super kicked by Nice Pac. Um, at one point, Nice Pac is in the tree of woe, and he's begging and pleading and apologizing as Loki uh, climbs the turnbuckle and he hits the diving foot stamp to his chest, and the crowd goes crazy. At one point, Ricochet does a uh, diving moon, does a double moon salt off the uh, turnbuckle to everyone on the outside. And then we got uh, near the end, Cesaro is grabbing at the briefcase. Loki sees this and rapidly climbs the ladder. Loki's punching at his stomach until Cesaro elbows him. Loki's dazed, and Cesaro reaches for the belt. Loki roundhouse kicks him, and Cesaro uh, falls backwards, but his leg gets caught in the le- on the ladder steps. He's in a tree of woe, and Loki reaches for the um, ladder, then stops. I'm sorry, reaches for the briefcase and stops. And as he looks around, the crowd's excited. He goes for the diving foot stamp again, but um, Cesaro contorts his body out the way, and Loki misses him, and his foot goes through the bottom um, ladder step. He's holding his ankles as EMTs help him out of the ring. Um, at one point, Ricochet is climbing the ladder. He gets, uh, he grabs with the belt, but Moxley pushes the ladder. Ricochet is still hanging from it, and as the crowd is cheering, the um, hanging from it as the crowd is cheering, the crowd gets even louder when Cl- Kevin Owens climbs the turnbuckle. He's looking at Ricochet, and Ricochet shakes his head no. And Owens does a uh, diving dropkick to Ricochet um, as DPW chants fill the arena. Then at one point, the ladder is bridged on the apron and barricade. Colorado pushes the ladder over, and Moxley flies over the ropes and breaks the ladder in half. And Nice Park misses the entire ladder and smacks the barricade and knocks him out. And we see Kyle O'Reilly climb the ladder slowly, reach for the briefcase and pull it down. The crowd cheers. He sits on the ladder and holds it up as the blood is running down his uh, his eyebrow and onto his cheek. Ted DiBiase Jr. comes out and slow, cap, slow claps as Kyle O'Reilly is holding the briefcase because they've had uh, the beef before when he told him you're going to fall in line. So it's kind of like, like a slow burn with those two. Uh, I don't have my number just yet, but I do have a couple comments. Uh, okay. Just kind of drop now. Out of all the people you could have chosen to one, you co you chose the fucking Chef Boyardee, Kyle O'Reilly, Chef, but- Chef O'Reilly. God, I, I don't like that. Um, and also, I and I, I know that Money in the Banks don't have heavy builds, but you kind of said I can't get roasted for a build if I don't have one. Um, you didn't you you didn't even do some qualifiers no, nothing, so I I am gonna roast a little bit for that, but I'm gonna okay. come back to you with a number. Yeah, I agree with John on everything he just said, and also I hated like 
all of the people in this match. Not everybody, but like <laughs> most of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like you. Could and have I, I will say, people. I'm not gonna, like I'm not gonna knock you for the people you have. Like you, you use the people how you use them, and it is what it is. I don't like the Chef Boyardee gimmick. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I hate. That. I don't like that. I don't like Kyle Riley as it is. <laughs> <laughs> you also, I don't understand his character. <laughs> They're going to get into it more as the as the show okay. goes. You'll see. Okay. Well, apparently but... it's going to be world championship <laughs> Boyardee, Kyle O'Reilly. So I hate that. Um, I will. I think you're doing the same thing to X Pac that I did to Dean Malenko, but not as not as big of a of a jump here. I don't think he has as much charisma as you're giving him. Um, I do. I absolutely heard all of that I know, in Xbox voice. I know I you just did. watched you Xbox. Think, you think today. Xbox is the goat, and I'm sick of you. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but nice, but nice, Spock, nice Spock does have a lot of charisma, so he can play. He can he can be obnoxious. It's not hard for him to be obnoxious. I, he's obnoxious I'm, in DX. Nice Spock right. isn't a real person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. you I, made I, that man up. Again, I'm not knocking you for it. These are just notes. These aren't going to affect my score. Well, you can knock it for his repackages of certain characters. No, that's fine. You can knock uh, it for that. I'm just, I'm no, just I saying. Mean, I, I, I think, think the character – I don't like the character. But I don't think – I'm not going to judge you on the ability to perform that character is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I need I need some time. I need to hear somebody else. All I don't right. know where I'm at. So, hey, I, I'm uh, – Damone, do you want to go? Um, You can go. I don't have – like, I'm stuck between two numbers. All right. So I hated I hated the one the, the thing earlier with Darby Allen. Yeah, oh yeah, nice. I forgot about that. I hated that, but <laughs> what I, once and then I hated the beginning of the nice pock thing. But once I started hearing it, I actually really liked it. That was the uh, best part. Was the I like the match. Nice Hold on, I like the match. I thought the match was good. I personally don't think I like Kyle O'Reilly winning when I think that. You had better talent in that. Everybody was pool. a better talent in that. Match. And you could, <laughs> yes, you have that going on with with. You had that. You could have replaced. You could easily replaced Kyle O'Reilly with anyone in that kind of storyline. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I'm going with a four four point five. Four point five. Thank you. Thank you. I really I'll... like the match after okay. everything after the nice pox stuff until the end. Okay, I have I'm a question. A hater. <laughs> um, is Montez Ford involved on this card somewhere later? No, he's he's pretty much uh, banned from the event. Yeah. Um, what you build him for then? For you'll later. see. Like, like, like I said, you'll see. Build. You'll see. It's like I said. It's it all comes together. It's a you'll slow see. burn, man. Now, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the fact that you took him out of the match. Like, I wish you just didn't tell me he was gonna be in this match. I think he could have um, been involved somehow. I also so agree. I, I think the wrong person won. Like, I think I would have rather Nice Pac won. No, no rather... Nice Pac had to lose that. He was too arrogant to win that. that no, that would, that's why <laughs> he should have won. Like no, that's not like why he should have won. That's the, the, the absolute opposite. He needs to come in with a big head and then get his ass kicked. Well, it didn't need to be Kyle no. Riley. There was a better. Yeah, it didn't choice. need to be. Yeah, I could have been. Who, who wrote this, Mike or Kenny? Because Mike is. A, a <laughs> I I like I I thought was thinking about it the entire time. Because at I, first I was Mike the same. is a I was lover. Like, He's the opposite of a hater. I was like, nice Pac, nice Pac should win this because he made such a big deal. And then I thought more about it. I'm like, no, because he's he's being too arrogant, and it's better to see him get his ass kicked. He didn't really get his, it was a money in the bank. I he wouldn't got, say he necessarily got his comeuppance. 
I'm sure no, he, there's no, stuff. He, well, he got stomped out. And there's a, there's a, he had a bunch of spots that happened to him. And I'm yeah, sure there's stuff in between that we're not seeing because he's just giving us the spots. Yeah, but yeah. it's still it's a money in the bank. It's like like he's losing. You can still get your ass kicked in money in the bank. Well, yeah, everybody technically does. But I think you picked the wrong person to win. Like even if it wasn't nice, Pac, I would have rather KO. I would have went KO or, or Cesaro would have been better. Yeah, Where's keeping Montez when I had here. KO for two fucking shows. Nobody. He's better than Kyle O'Reilly. It's the point. <laughs> even uh, I honestly better than Kyle O'Reilly. I didn't even remember you had the Kyle O'Reilly and thing with Ted DiBiase at all. I didn't um, either. Yeah, until that, you, was, until was, you like pointed one. it out. It was a quick one. I for, I forgot to. I was going to put that in the beginning, but I was like, I felt like if I had did that, you would have been like, okay, he's for sure winning, like that kind of thing. I think. Because, because, because I think I it would have. It's pretty think, much Ted DiBiase is buying everybody out. But the one person he couldn't for for a buyout was was him, because when he went to um to guest comment the guest commentary in the match, he's like he literally walks up to him. He's like, "You're gonna fall in line." That's what he tells him. He's just like, "All right." He's kind of like, "I the, wish you the had rebel. because that would have helped solve kind of what John talked about, where there was pretty much no build. Build. It was pretty much just Montez there was no build. Not there was much. no no there was no build. Montez Ford isn't in the match and it's money in the bank. And like you didn't have any. It's not gonna be a huge build, but I didn't need like a super right, right. qualifiers or something. Um, you could have had Brock getting his ass beat by everybody to qualify. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> yeah, the um, jobber. No, he's no, he's um, done. He, he's done here. He got murdered on Marshall the, pretty much. The match <laughs> gimmick infringement. Um, the the yeah. match. <laughs> the match is good though. So I'm gonna give you a three point seven five. 3.75. Okay. Yeah, me and Travis supposed to look bad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, John, you go first. I'll see how low you are. Be, oh man, I want to see how low you were because I don't want to be the hater anymore, man. I'm trying to change my ways. Because <laughs> if, if you come high, I'll, I'll come high. But if you go if you go with the number I think you're coming with, then I'll go with the number I want to get. I, I don't. I'm trying to change my ways, Kenny. I'm really sorry. <laughs> John is the one. John is the person that that books. I've done. <laughs> John's John's the person that books crazy shit. But then when anyone else tries to book anything crazy or weird or different, he rates it low. He has no build, exactly. It's not yeah. really crazy shit. If you this ain't this isn't book verse one anymore. You can't get away with just having good spots and just call it call it a four four point five yeah, or three point like, seven five. If, That's bullshit. If he had fucking had the ring explode or something, I'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I like crazy shit. If he this match would have happened on, in a swamp with a exploding bounce house. Yes, it's the vibe. But no, this is fucking Kyle O'Reilly in an apron winning a Money in the Bank match with no qualifiers. While wearing while wearing a Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah I forgot about Actually, oh, I yeah, about make, make it a three point. <laughs> Make it a 3.6 for me. I, got I forgot it. about the apron. <laughs> I, hate I hate the fucking apron. <laughs> I, I hate most of these gimmicks. And the, the, the people without gimmicks, really, like Kevin Owens and like Cesaro, are the people that like in this match. <laughs> because the people with gimmicks, I don't like what they were given. <laughs> I feel so bad, but I don't like the Flyboys. I don't like this hissing couple. I don't like fucking Chef Blue Lives Matter, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> I like nice Pac, and he's getting like a dollar of this. Like, there's a whole dollar of this that I'm giving you that's going to nice Pac. I gotta get. I gotta be. All right, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna cool give him do a it. Score. Just do give it. Give a score. Just give a score. Do, pull, pull the band aid. I'm gonna give you a two point five. Okay. Okay. Travis. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't feel and a, dollar <laughs> that, and a dollar of that is nice Pac. So here's what I'll say. The good things are, I thought the nice Pac. 
thing. It's starting to grow on me. I do think it's a little a little iffy because I feel like you took the what AEW should have done with Cody Rhodes and just did that with uh, Xbox. <laughs> he did, <laughs> but it's I like <laughs> I wanted them to do it with Cody, so. Yeah, I was. Like, it feels it's just, it feels like Cody ended, Cody ended ended racism at nice pocket ended sexism, like it's just <laughs> it just feels the same thing. Um, <laughs> is Travis's mic super loud for anyone else? Yeah, yeah. you're a little, you're a little too close to it. Me? No, I don't think yeah. it's close. Yeah, you're super loud. My mic is over here. Oh. No, I I, I understand, but so, it like right. clipped and then it started being loud. Um. Um. All right, try no, I can't hear you at all. Can't hear you at all. Now, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So as we said, no, there's no build. Uh, I hated, 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 hated a couple of things. I hated that you took Montez Ford out of this match. I hated that you replaced him with bum ass Loki. Dub. I hated <laughs> that you had Kyle O'Reilly win. I hated that you brought Kyle O'Reilly out with a fucking apron on. And really? I, I was not mildly annoyed. I was absolutely <laughs> disgusted. By Darby Allen and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, they're supposed to make you uncomfortable because that's that's how it was before when they were in the uh, they were in the bar, being weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Actually, I'm I would rather Darby have fucking won over Kyle mm. O'Reilly because at least yeah. he had like some. That's the second build. worst option. <laughs> it's a bad option, but it's better. Yeah, they were all bad options. <laughs> Besides he gave us a match full of bad options. Yeah, yeah, Cesaro and Kevin Owens and John Moxley were the only good options. Um, Yeah, I'll be right there with John. I'm going to give you 2.5. I don't think that... It wasn't atrocious. Your match saved you. But I can't I can't give you too much more than that with no build. Okay, that's the only one that has no build like yeah. that. Okay, good. Uh, I had to good, thank God. Yeah, the rest of it, the rest of it, the rest of it is pretty is a lot of build. I'm like, not gonna lie to you. I suppressed the hate, the hate. So I did. I I, suppr- I suppressed suppressed the hate a little bit too. So you're welcome, yeah. Kenny. It was Happy just one. Of, it was just one of those things where it was just like I don't know. I feel like it was. Remember that next week to, to build that <laughs> for uh for the money in the bank. Oh, speaking all of which, all John, all happy birthday! Matches. Thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, happy birthday! Remember that next week too. Um. Are you doing a build? Yeah, right I'm, I'm, about to start, I'm about to start now. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I was going to go see if I had time to go get some water, but I don't. Okay. I mean, you want to do an ad real quick? Or you you should. Do... What you need to go do, Mike, is go get a raise. There you, go. there you go. Are you tired? Tired of those other energy drinks hitting you with a short burst of jittery energy, followed by a crash that leaves you with less energy than you had before? Well, fear not, because Ray's energy drinks are specifically formulated to get you going without making you jittery and keeps you from crashing. With zero sugars, zero calories, and better caffeine than a cup of coffee, Ray's energy drinks are the number one growing energy drink on the market. With flavors like Baja Lime, Sour Gummy Worm, Guava Mango, and Strawberry Colada, Ray's has some of the best tasting energy drinks available. You can get a case of Ray's right now by going to repsports.com and using promo code T1THREE when you check out to take 15% off of your next order. That's promo code T1THREE for 15% off of your next order of better, tastier energy. And what you also should do is go buy some shit from Organic Lovin' because you need to love each other. 
Fuck right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. Kind of like, kind of like nice Pac. Loves everybody, <laughs> bro. Your body and the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Lovin' is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Lovin's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up. And right now, your friends at T13 Media want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to OrganicLovin.com and use promo code T1THREE like the sound the bed makes when you check out Organic Lovin'. Love organically, purely, deeply, boldly. Okay. Okay. All right. So week one, we saw the real ones cheat to beat RK Owens with brass knuckles. Um, so week two, uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, um, their name is TH2. I didn't change their name, so that's that's their official name in AEW's TH2, the hybrid two. Um, have come from a rival company to beat the Legion of Doom in a tornado tag match with a flying dropkick from Angelico and a 630 from Jack Evans. Um, Rude ones are on commentary in the match. And after the match, after the win, we see Jack Evans point at the Rude ones and do a little like title motion taunt uh, with his waist. Um, Rick Rude gets up pissed and calls for a mic. He's on the mic and says, nobody beats us, especially two cruiserweights. We're the Rude ones, part-time head turner, <clears throat> full-time jaw droppers. And we have no time for the BS. We are the elite superstars, not you two scrawny bitches. Don't boo. You should be lucky enough to be in our presence. I'm not going to play any games with these bitches from these other companies either. We are the hottest commodity in sports entertainment. I know you see this on your big booty TVs because you aren't making any real money. Now wipe the dust and bed bugs off your televisions, strap yourself in, and watch a real ruthless, ravaging wrestler talk on a damn microphone. There is nothing we can't do. Not only can I wrestle better than half the wrestlers on the other brands, but I look good doing it. Rick Rude, Miss Elizabeth, and I are tens. The best-looking female in PTC is Layla, and and if she stepped foot in this company, she would be a three and a possible at best here. Check it off. Elizabeth checks it, um, checks off her clipboard. Says, "Yeah, check it off, Miss Elizabeth." Under the underneath the trifling section, Rick Rude grabs the mic and says. We take what we want, and after we take Lex Luger, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you next week. Sorry, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Lex Luger are next on the list. So they, he's cracking up laughing as he passes the mic back to Robert. Sorry, my partner has the occasional speech impediment. Last thing we have to say before you watch us leave, and you have the pleasure to see our rear ends leave this godforsaken place. I just want to say AWW, BBW, PTC, RCW, the stage is set. The greatest tag team in the world is issuing an open challenge. There is no one that can beat the rude ones. So TH2 um, still get out of the ring smiling, cheering on their win as the rude ones look on, uh, look at them. Time so, out, time out, time out. Who is, who is AWW? Hey, they talking they shit. They just get, they calling okay, a different name. Okay, that's one to know. So uh, TH2. AW uh, root beer. <laughs> <laughs> so TH2 um, beat the team of. <clears throat> of Angel Garza and Humberto on week three. And uh, week three, uh, Hulk Hogan and Lux Luger lose to the Ruins, with the Ruins cheating in the win uh, with brass knuckles. Uh, GM Not my Hogan. Said <laughs> 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 like a proud boyfriend, I feel you. GM, uh, <laughs> Man, <laughs> General Manager Vince Man notices this and says, TH2 has earned a spot of the titles and they will defend their titles next week against the Ruins. The Ruins come out and, Ru- and Robert Root says, they would be uh, opening, like, will be open to defend the title next week, but they have requested pay, uh, requested paid time off to go to Mexico next week. The crowd's booing him. He's like, sorry, Dallas, we work too. 
this is our job. And he says, see you at Words Collide, Jack and uh, Angelico. TH2 uh, shake their heads, disgusted at the Ruins getting out of this match. Week four, the Ruins are uh, seen on Jumbotron, toasting at a beach in lawn chairs, sipping mimosas. Uh, they toast to being the greatest duo since Ike and Tina. Rick Root says, at Worlds Collide, it's a black... <laughs> Demon's face. He said, at Worlds Collide, it's a black tie affair. We're going to beat these little bitches up and ride off into the sunset. The bad boys of wrestling are going to show up and show out like always when we come in looking majestic as ever with abs that resemble Michelangelo's David, mustaches that would make Magnum P.I. and Burt Reynolds jealous, and with more body oil than a Gianna Michaels porn scene. We are the most over-tag team in wrestling history. He gets interrupted by Miss Elizabeth spitting out her drink. How hard is it to make a decent Bloody Mary? This is $14. The least you can do is make it right. The server apologizes. Robert Ruth says, ooh, she's fired up. And so are we. July 9th, we will be hosting an ass whooping so bad that even our dear Miss Elizabeth, who is currently being massaged by a group of cabana canna- boys, will have to look away. Now, if you'll excuse me, we have to get some R&R. Ladies, rubbo el my abos. Rapido, rapido. Oh, you're still here? Cut the camera off. We're done with these punks. So uh, TH2, beat, <laughs> they end up beating the Usos in week four. Getting ready for the match with the real ones at Worlds Collide. So at Worlds Collide, uh, TH2 and, uh, are walking backstage through the hallway before the match. They get jumped by the real ones and they slam their head against the walls, kick them in the stomach while they're on the ground. And Robert Rude spits on them as they walk off laughing. So now the official match begins. Uh, rude ones come out cocky with the hair slicked back, aviated glasses on and bow ties and purple glittery trunks with rude ones on the back in white. And Miss Elizabeth has on like 80s workout gear. It looks like a white singlet. Um, over the uh, blue tights with a white headband on. The ref puts his hand out to take their glasses. Rick Rude spits his gum out into his hand and closes it up for him, says thanks. Then gives his glasses to Miss Elizabeth. Give their, they give their titles to the ref with a smile on their faces, knowing they wouldn't have, they want the fight tonight. And then they, uh, TH2 music hits, and the crowd's cheers that the Rude ones are visibly pissed off because they thought they were going to get away with a, uh, without fighting tonight, as uh, Jack Evans is favoring his ribs and Angelico's favoring his neck. So the match starts, the uh, bell rings, and Rick Rude tries to lock up with Jack Evans and stops. He puts one hand up real high, knowing Jack can't reach. When Jack tries to reach, Rick stomps, stomps on his foot. While Jack is holding his foot, he does a running DDT, and while he's on his side, he gives the camera a wink. Um, Jack Iris whips uh, Rick. Rick is running. Um, Jack drops to the ground. Rick jumps over him and keeps running and then uh, stomps at his tracks as Jack does like tries to do the leapfrog thing but he's just looking at him. And when he lands, he uh, pokes his eye and the crowd is booing as he's laughing. Then does a running shoulder block. At one point, Rick hits uh, Jack with a swinging neck breaker while Jack is on the ground. Rick steps on uh, his left hand. And then he keeps like, kind of just goes like a quick little like step over. And then um, he's like, he's like starts to like put him in a chokehold. And as the uh, ref goes to four, he uh, releases him and then stomps on him again. And uh, he's rolling around in pain. Um, at one point, Rick and Robert Root are like, they keep tagging in out the match, um, taking turns wearing Jack down, refusing to let him tag his partner, Angelico. At one point, they take turns throwing Jack with the uh, Billy Billy suplexes, arguing who can throw him farther. They take uh, turns overpowering him and weakening Jack. They keep letting Jack um, get close to Angelico for the tag with false hope, but will stop it with elbow drops every time he gets like, somewhat close. When he finally gets the hot tag, um, when he's finally, finally about to get the hot tag, whatever, Robert's grabbing his ankles. Jack is like hopping. Then kicks as he rolls forward, tags his teammate. The crowd goes crazy. Angelico finally gets in. He's taking them both down with clotheslines and drop kicks and snap suplexes. He goes on a run until Miss Elizabeth trips him. He turns around to yell at her. But when he turns back around, he's met with a big boot from Rick Rude. Rick Rude then sits on one knee on his um, 
on his throat, cutting off his oxygen as he ties his other shoe. And the ref starts counting down. And Rick's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm just tying my shoe. At one point, uh, Rick Rude does a back, back body drop to Angelico. And Robert does an inverted backstabber while he's in the air. Um, Angelico goes for a sweep on Rick Rude. Rick hops to evade it. But Angelico hits him with the one-handed uh, handstand. Like like an enziguri kind of thing. Like it's kind of like a like a capoeira kick kind of that drops him. Um, one point Angelico hits Rick with a hit, hit toss and then does a cartwheel and stiff kicks him right in the chest while he's sitting. The impact sends the crowd to a frenzy because it's so loud. While Angelico's like shaking the ropes, like off to the side. Um, I'm sorry, with Jack Evans is uh, shaking the ropes off to the side. My fault. Angelico uh, tags in Jack Evans and does a running drop kick to Rick Rude. Jack does a running top uh, running top rope springboard corkscrew moonsault to Rick on the um, on the floor. One point, Jack Evans does a springboard tornado kick to Rick Rude in the ring. While they're outside, Rick Rude tosses Jack Evans over the barricade and onto the steps. So he's like, he just throws his ass, like, this, like, as, power, like as strong as possible. Um, Jack does an arm wrench um, to Rick Rude, but Rick rings him in for a clothesline. And while Jack is trying to get up, Rick steps on his hand as the crowd's booing. He flexes and shoves his face, uh, like shoves his face in, contorting his arm. Um, Rick, uh, at one point, Robert Rude Irish whips Jack into the corner, then does a running dive, running double axe handle. When Jack hits the ground, he grabs him by both ankles and tries to lift him by his ankles, but Jack backflips out of it and does a capoeira kick. Um, like a, another capoeira kick. And at one point, Rick Rude does a um, gory bomb outside Angelico and has him hit the apron. One point, uh, Rick Rude scoop slams Angelico. Uh, Rick does a handstand on his body, then does two push-ups while uh, Miss Elizabeth is cheering him on. And they're hitting that Rude. They're hitting that little uh, Rude ch uh, chant. Angelico hits a cru uh, crucifix buckle bomb to Robert Rude while Rude is on the ground. Jack Evans gets on a turnbuckle and does a 630. He goes for the pin, but Miss Elizabeth gets on the apron and starts shaking the ropes and yelling. The ref is temporarily distracted. Rick Rude kicks Jack, kicks Jack Evans in the nuts and spears Jack. Uh, at this point, Robert Rude sits on uh, Rick Rude's shoulders in the doomsday position, and they uh, put J uh, Jack – so while Jack Evans sits on top rope, they suplex him off. Angelico is trying to get in the ring, but Rick uh, kicks the ropes while he's getting in. And this attack, like this attack is growing as Robert pins Jack for the one, two, three. The crowd is booing like crazy off the rude ones winning. Robert Rude is on a knee and Rick Rude's like hugging him from behind, holding the belts as uh, Robert gives a smirk. Miss Elizabeth is clapping, raising both their hands as the rude ones basking the hate from the crowd. Rick grabs the mic and says, anybody can win a title, but it takes real men to do it in satin. He laughs as the crowd boos. And that's the end of that segment. All right. Who wants to go first? You I had very excited. So just go. I ahead. had absolutely nothing wrong with it. I really, I came into this really wanting to tell you that the rude ones, let's, let's stop getting them the W, but I liked it. Giving you five. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will, uh, got to suppress some hate, but not too much hate. Um, I didn't like the promos as much. I felt a like what? Got, I bullshit. No, those promos are <laughs> fire. Let him defend his show. I, I'm not. I, I'm telling you, those are fire. You're being a fucking hater. Those, He's not. No, that that whole fucking thing. They were like horrible, but like I feel like compared to their other work that you've done for them, just throwing out the word bitch all the time and then taking shots at the other companies was a little. It didn't it's what everyone else does. Stuff. No, fuck that. No, you what? what? When have I taken shots at the other companies? I'm pretty sure you have. <coughs> you didn't. You have us all. <laughs> not at other companies. You have us all in a match. Not only have you done better with the room. Not this book and verse. But 
We've done that... better with the rude ones. Um, <laughs> really? I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, you, you talk about rating. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> wow, what is it? Get trying to get all this hate up out of me. <laughs> Anyways, um, match was good. I like some of the in the match. You did some cool stuff that was actually unique. Some of their heal tactics were actually kind of like really funny, like yeah. the like the reach up and then stomp on his foot. That was actually really good. And then I also like the tying the shoes, stepping on his throat thing. Those yeah. are really creative heal tactics that I haven't seen used before. So in the match, you did some awesome stuff that made up for the build. I like the distra the distraction and the big boot. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So like the heal tactics were really awesome in the match. I'm gonna give this a three point five. Uh, okay. like the bill wasn't fantastic, but the match was pretty good, and the bill wasn't horrible. It was just low. It's lower than the bar you set for the rude ones, and the bar we set. But whatever, you being a hater. <laughs> He's hating on his own. Rude stuff. coin was way better than this. The the whole the whole <laughs> vacation scene. I was here for it. Okay, the vacation. Thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll fuck with the vacation scene. I was I was having fun making that part. I do agree, though, with John and Travis talking about, like, just constantly having them, like, say bitch just to say bitch and stuff like that felt. Forced. It wasn't just that. They're like Freddy Krueger. They just they just ended with bitch. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> I don't like that. Bitch. <laughs> um, hey, hey, guys. Rude Ones couldn't compete in a, a Gold Standard Rules match. They couldn't. <laughs> they, they, were, they were having that Roman Reigns in like 2017 where they just had to have bitch at the end. <laughs> you a fake ass bitch. All right, let's get, to, let's get this rating. Um, Not only are you a fake ass bitch, you're a fake ass, phony ass, punk ass bitch. God. <laughs> and that's on rude ones. I'm going to give you a four. I do agree with the the that issue with the build. Like some of the promos, the I agree. The, some of the promos didn't hit. Like earlier rude pro, run promos have hit. But the match yeah. was really good. I do like a lot of the heel tactics. I was, at first, I was all in on um, Angelico and Evans winning. But the fact that you had them cheat to win, I like yeah. it. And um, so, yeah, I'll give you a four. Okay. All right. Let's do this. What did John give you? 3.5. 3.4. Okay. Okay. So, I don't think that the, the promos weren't bad. They were just mid. And I think compared to some of the greater, the rude ones are your bread and butter when it comes to promos. So for them to have a mid promo, it comes off as really bad. Um, did and and Helico and Jack Evans have any promos at all? Did they say uh, a single word in the build? No, no. Okay, no, they okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> they, they can't. They, they're not good at talking. Like, they're not. Neither is X Pac. You are good at talking. You, you are the guy who says that it's a, it's a um, Emperor. <laughs> and okay, that you true, can, true. You can. You so, could have made them good at talking. <laughs> so I was gonna be a slight knock there. They, they didn't have a single promo. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to talk. Let the rude ones, Let the rude ones build this now, damn feud. But here's the thing: I feel like every fucking rude ones feud is just the rude ones cutting promos for four weeks, <laughs> and then they have a match and they cheat to win. I hate it here. And you no, have a formula. You have a formula, and I'm I'm cracking down. No, no, no. The um the other group talked. Um, it was when RK Owens. They were talking back. They were talking shit back. I remember them fucking facing. Them. That's how much. <laughs> It's been a long um, time. It's been a long time since DPW. 
That, that, that was right. Monday Night Madness. That was a long time ago. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so, where was I at? Okay, so they didn't have any promos. I didn't like that. I think the promos that were given were kind of mid. Okay. I don't know. I don't understand the, the hype behind TH2. I don't even know if that's their real name, but... No, that, that is a real name. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why they got that nasty name. <laughs> I hate them. I don't think they're that good. Well, Angelica's I, leaving soon, so... They're spot monkeys. Jack Evans is, too. Jack Evans and, already did. Yeah. I disagree with that take, Travis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they they're they're are spot monkeys. They're good. No, they they're are. They're they were yeah. they were in that Matt Hardy whatever the fuck it is Matt Hardy family brands or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, and they were in. A, in a, there was three brand. tag teams. There was three tag teams in that brand, and they were the worst of the three. Nah, Butch and the Blades the worst. They weren't treated like it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. They were literally the worst of the three tag. Like they were the the sidekick sidekicks. <laughs> no, they were the sidekick sidekick sidekicks. That's just like they're just not good in my opinion. I don't like them. I don't get the hype here. They were on I the Jericho cruise. I don't care. They're just supposed to be more hard for. Did you know that John went on the Jericho cruise? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you a three. I think this was perfect mid. I think you could have had a better team in there. I think they should have done a promo. And I think your promos could have been stronger. That's my real only. The match was good though. Got you. So um, I think that's everybody. Yeah, that's everybody. So uh, week one, Jade Cargo has defeated uh, Ty Conti on Monday Night Madness. And Alexa Bliss had made her first appearance at a bar with uh, Darby Allen week one on Thursday Night Throwdown. <laughs> uh. um, so week two on Monday Night Madness, Jade is going against Jamie Hayter. She hits her with a bicycle kick. Then she goes for the Jaded. The lights cut out. And Alexa Bliss is on a Titan Tron. And she says, welcome to my playground. You know, a little voice she does. Uh. Then starts smiling from ear to ear as a tear goes down her face. Jade's looking disgusted. Like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, Jamie Hayter takes the opportunity to hit her with the schoolboy. Jade kicks out at two and ends up uh, winning the match with the Jaded anyway. While having her arm ra- uh, raised up by the ref, she's like looking at the Titan Tron like, what, what was that about? So week two on uh, Thursday Night Throwdown, Alexa Bliss is in a match with Candice Michelle. We see an, uh, an empty seat up front, but then the crowd goes crazy as Jay Cargo walks through the crowd and sits in the, uh, the empty seat. And Candice is distracted by this and starts being vocal with Jay in the front row. She turns around to a tornado kick from Alexa that she calls topsy-turvy. She pins with her tongue out as Jay laughs. but as uh, And she does like a little eye roll as she's like as she's looking at her. And Alexa's laughing, then licks her lips and says, we dying in hell. And Jade's weirded out, walks out of the crowd and is laughing at her like, what the fuck? <laughs> week three, and week, now it's week three on Monday Night Madness. Uh, Jade says... I went to Thursday Night Throwdown last week, and their fans had the nerve to laugh at me. Laugh at me? I am Jay Cargo. No one laughs at me. This fake-ass Harley Quinn puts no fear in my heart. I'm the best up-and-coming wrestler in the world, and I will soon make history after I win the Women's Championship. We see the lights cut out, and Alexa Bliss is on a Titan Tron. She says, at Worlds Collide, you will see the spirit of La Nevea Demonium. See you soon. She licks her lips and smiles. Week three on Thursday night throwdown. Did you uh, just Jade... speak Latin? You said what? What the? Were you just speaking Latin? It was Spanish, but yeah, <laughs> it was Spanish. What's his interpretation? I didn't take Spanish. Um, not gonna lie to you, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you say it slowly so I can try to help out here? <laughs> La Novia Demonio. Um, it's the it sounds... son. It sounds yeah, like the girlfriend the... of or the the girlfriend of. Did what? 
It's a La Novia de. No, it was just Demonio. Demonium. Demonio. Demonio. The girlfriend. The son of Demonio. It's the girlfriend of Demonio. I did. I did. I did know that. I was right. It was the Demon Bride. The Demon Bride. I like the girlfriend of Demonio better. Yeah, I like the blood of my girlfriend. You hear? Someone tell his wife. Yeah, she's so she's the she's the demon bride. Um, she says, "See you soon." She looks her lips and smiles. Week three on Thursday night throwdown. Jade visits a church. The nun comes and says, "I know why you're here. You seek answers on them." And Jade says, "Yes." The nun says, "Ah, yes." Lonavia Demonio. People thought it was a folk tale. Lonavia Demonio was the most beautiful girl in all of Mexico. She died delivering birth to her daughter. The father, um, sad, looking for a beautiful woman, cannot find a woman mat matching her beauty. There was no one matching her beauty but her daughter. The day of her wedding, the father uh, tried to try, try to get with the daughter while she was bathing. Consumed by shame, he had murdered the daughter. They say one night while he was taking a bath, a dark entity was heard crying. When he had went to investigate, the dark entity in a black wedding dress drowned him. They said to this day, they, um, you can hear her crying, but if you answer, she will drown you. So we had a young man come in here, and he's... Um, seeking refuge from his abusive mother by the name of Darby Allen. He loved this. He loved this story. We have reason to believe that he um, influenced his girlfriend to think Kenny, that she was her. Did you say that abuser named Darby Allen? That sounds familiar. <laughs> so Jay looks worried. She's like, thank you, sister. That'll be all. And did you make Alexa Bliss a Mexican folktale? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's the spirit. It's the spirit of the Mexican folktale. And she, and he's, and he's so this feels, confused. this feels, uh convoluted no what's the word i'm looking for Pro, cultural appropriated appropriated oh. yeah oh i don't know they don't talk about that on the bad guy podcast he about <laughs> <laughs> yeah um she says thank you sister that'll be all the nun walks away and jade is second guessing herself week four on monday night madness jade has extra security with her at all times she storms in teddy biasi jr's office and says how can you put me in a match with this crazy bitch my destiny is to be the dpw women's champion and you put me up against the girl that should be locked away this is bullshit tdj tdj screams enough you will do fine you're my top competitor and you will beat alexa bliss i am god here i am all-knowing money is king here and just know you are safe as long as you go out there and do what you have to do jay's looking confused and she's like okay she leaves the office and we hear you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Jay turns and nothing is there, but she hears laughter. Jay sprints at her. She's like, fuck this. And she like dips out of there. And then week four on Thursday night throwdown, Jay goes up against Dana Brooke and destroys her. But throughout the match, Jade is like paranoid. She's like, she's like, okay. So then she finally uh, pins her and wins the match, and she backs out of the ring. A fan touches her back, and she turns around and freaks out, ready to swing, but she's a normal fan. Jade uh, shakes it off and starts being confident again. She's like, okay, I ain't got nothing to worry about. But then at the top of the ramp, she sees a, uh, she sees a swing, and then the, the lights go out, and the swing comes back, and you see uh, Alexa Bliss is swinging on it back and forth, and she smiles and waves at her. And Jade stares her down, and we see like the epic stare down between these two. So now it's the actual night of the pay-per-view. Jade comes out real cocky in a Wonder Woman-inspired outfit. And Alexa Bliss comes out in a black bride outfit and her makeup running, the eyeliner running like she just got done crying, but she has a very forced, eerie smile on her face. And Jade is looking like really worried. So the match starts off with a uh, test of strength and Jade easily overpowers her and then tosses Bliss into the corner. Jade looks at her and smiles and Jade's like, ugh. And Bl at one point, uh, Bliss goes for a running tornado DDT, but Jade stops it and attempts to toss her out of the ring. Bliss lands on the apron 
um, and Bliss does a springboard throwback. Uh, at one point, Jay does a buckle uh, buckle bomb to Alexa Bliss. And at one point, uh, Bliss does a shining wizard, and we see it's very stiff to the point where the replay, you see the impact of the knee hit her forehead. Uh, at one point, Bliss slingshots herself out of the ring, but is met with a dropkick by Jade. At one point, Jade backs up and gets bumped into by one of the cameramen. The cameraman puts his hand on the lower part of Jade's stomach, says, I apologize about that, and pats it twice, and Jade's like, okay. So then Jade goes for a, uh, at one point, Jade goes for a superplex, but Bliss turns into a stiff uh, sit-out netbreaker in the air. Uh, Jade is holding her neck as Bliss crawls over real quick. One, two, Jade kicks out. We see a replay of the stiff neckbreaker out of nowhere as the crowd groans. Um, at one point, Jade goes for a clothesline, and Bliss does a triple half-nosing su- tri- half suplex. Can't say that. Um, at one point, Alexa goes for a, a spear. Jade leaps, uh, leapfrogs over it, and when Alexa turns around, she's hit with a bicycle kick right to the jaw. And then Jade hits a uh, pump handle face break. Pump handle face buzzer. Uh, at one point, Bliss spears Jade, and Jade turns into a DDT in midair. She goes for the goes for the pin, and her head goes up uh, and down with the count like one, two. But Bliss kicks out, and then uh, at the very end, Alexa gets on the top rope and does the classic like Alexa Bliss taunt. Like there's a little thing like this, but she's having like inner conflict on which side is like controlling her as she's trying to shake it off. And she goes for the twisted Bliss finally, but Jade has enough time to get her knees up. Jade pulls the brass knuckles out. Um, from her trunks and punches her and clearly knocks her out. And she hits the J to finish her and goes for the pin. One, two, three. She gets her arm raised by the ref and the crowd's booing as she does her little like title taunt with her tongue out. As Bliss is out cold in the middle of the ring and Darby runs out and clutches her lifeless body and Jay does the cryberry taunt on the way out of the ring. And that's the end. Jade Cargill sucks. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I agree. But I don't think this is this wasn't it i i was gonna gonna be that mean but yes you're right Um, (laughs) yeah you picked the worst version of alexa bliss yeah i was trying to take it and try to do something with it try to make her like damn near like a scary like but you killed her character you didn't give her anything any steam yeah like you had her immediately she debuts this like new character newish character and like you build up the whole Store the folklore and then you immediately have her lose. It's the same thing Mike did with uh Doink. But who do you have play Doink? Luke Harper? Yeah. No, yeah, Luke Harper, yeah. Um, that's still so bizarre to me. I can't I can't get around <laughs> my head around that, but <laughs> yeah, that it I'm worked so until you had that. Hogan beat him. Right. <laughs> that was many of Hogan's storylines. Uh, <laughs> I told you I did what I did for a reason. So Yeah, but uh, we go here, we go here. Anyways, um, um, I'll, I'll let the others go first because if I start off in the hate fest, it's oh, it's going to be too mean. I'm trying to change my ways. So the match I'm itself not. was okay. okay. Like it was, it was bad. Oh, like the match itself, the build. There was effort like, in that build. There was though, effort in the build, but I feel like I don't like the fact that you gave Alexa a me- like a Mexican folklore <laughs> as her their gimmick. Um, is that a real folklore, then, Kenny? No, I made that shit up. Uh, <laughs> um, that feels like there's then, less effort was put in then. And then you immediately you had her. Then you immediately had her lose clean too, like clean as a whistle. Yeah, no, it wasn't clean. She got hit with brass knuckles to uh, to lose. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, I still, I, she's a, I still she's like a it. fucking demon. Yeah, she's supposed to be a demon, and then she immediately loses to like a normal person. Um, even with brass knuckles, yeah, it's brass knuckles. I just don't know where you would go with Alexa at this point. 
I'm gonna give this a two. Okay. Oof. Mike, go ahead and save save the day here because I feel like you got you love this. I really didn't like this. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with a three. Okay, Mike. See, Mike not liking something is pretty always good for you still though. Mike no, it wasn't because he gave me point fours before. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. John, you got a number? Because I got a number, but mine. I'm waiting to hear yours, Travis. I took okay. the last one first. You got to take this one. I'm going to give you. I'll give you some some bonus points for what I was saying earlier. Some audacity. Though. No, not audacity. Uh, for the effort, but I got to knock it down just a little bit because I thought you were doing research and like found this character and like found or like found this folklore and like worked into the story and. No, I made all, all that. that shit up. <laughs> I made I made a folklore up once. He so went on to Google Translate and did that shit. I know. I, remember I, I really did. <laughs> I, was like, I even forgot what I even named the girl. <laughs> yeah, you're I made it you're fucking long. welcome. I forgot she's the demon bride. I forgot that was her name. Um, I didn't like the match. I think Jade Cargill sucks. I think this is the worst Alexa Bliss. This is worse than Fiend Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. That it's a Mexican folklore that doesn't even exist. That you could have just made it a white people folklore and then wouldn't even be cultural appropriation. No, I want to make it I was saying, yeah, like you could have done some Harry Viking shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but there are some scary white people out there. <laughs> yeah, it's called oh, Florida Man. Of... <laughs> I've heard of one named Chris name. Benoit. El Florida Man. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to give you... Wait, is Dar- was Darby Allen raised by nuns in this story? <laughs> no, 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 no. He just was obsessed with the story and tried to like and try to make her into this, that character. And even if she's so not Mexican, really, so he's an abuser Mexican, in this not too. Really, she's not really this demon bride thing, but he's like obsessed with it so much that he turned like he's trying to make her out to be this. Thing. So wait, she's Kenny, you have a Darby Allen potential abuser, pr- probable abuser, playing abuser. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know he was an abuser. <laughs> I just thought I was doing something new, and I was okay. Speak it out with his name. All right, who needs a vote? Who needs? <laughs> I, I'm about to. I'm about to do it. Travis, give that number. So I'm gonna tell you this before I give you my number that you're getting a whole ass dollar solely on your your storyline here, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give you a dollar twenty five because I did not like this shit. Okay. I'm not scared to be the hater, like Tom. <laughs> I'm trying to change my ways. And I'm not. To show that I've changed, I'm going to give you one more quarter than Travis. I'm going to give you a dollar <laughs> It wasn't good, but man, like, I agree with everything Travis said. I'm not going to dunk on you anymore. I'm, the, I'm fucking Muhammad Hassan in 2001 and fucking... Uh, 2001? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. this is my how bad of a heel I am. I am Muhammad Hassan on September 12th, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> John is the un-American. He's scared to get heat. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So now we're going to the next part. Um, after Kenny Omega retired, Bret Hart in their hard fight, in the hard fight match, this is a hard fault match. Hard okay. fight. They're, they're yeah, rock I hard today. They hard fault match for the DPW <laughs> championship. Big ass boners. Bret Hart has taken up the training younger talent in week two. But one student stood out from the rest, and that is Austin Theory. No other student has taken the information given like he has. Theory is a quick learner and has become a, a way better technician. And theory Brett, is a thing for students. Damn it. <laughs> Brett uh, admires everything about him. This is toxic. 
<laughs> but Brett admires everything about him. He sees him as the future of the business. He has the look, skill, and ability to talk like a future world champion would. He just he just worries about him being a sadist. In their training, he cranks the other students' legs when he performs ankle locks for longer than he should, and he's like he's like really enjoying it, like really cranking the, the cranking them legs. Um, he has his first match later on the show with Brett. Legs. <laughs> I, I, I've enjoyed cranking a leg or two in my day. <laughs> he has his first match later on the show with Bret Hart in his corner. He wrestles against uh, Zion Quinn. He works the leg the entire match and finishes with an ankle lock. And as he taps there, he's laughing. Bret Hart is just shaking his head in disgust. Um, meanwhile, in the same week, Kane is looked down upon by the crowd for selling out to the man, which is uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Um, TDJ announces there will be an official commencement to have Kane be an official member of the bank later on that night. TDJ, uh, Batista, Ace of Hearts, Kip Sabian, and, uh, and Corporate Kane is in TDJ's office, all in designer suits. At one point in the show, Candice Michelle is begging for a match uh, for the championship while they're all in there, and TDJ gives them the nod to leave the quote-unquote workout a contract for a title match. As they are all leaving, um, the group is cheering and hooting and hollering, but Kane isn't joining on this. He's like, I don't really fuck with that. Later that night, when they have the commencement for Kane, all the group is out there, and as Kane is about to sign his life away to the bank, Kane stops and flips over the table, and as TDJ gets out, gets up in outrage, Kane throat chops TDJ. He drops each member of the bank until we see Kane and Batista look at each other. These two go at it, going back and forth until the rest of the group jumps him. The crowd boos as TDJ undo, undoes his tie and his cufflinks and does a seated uh, cobra clutch to Kane as the uh, crowd boos. Week three, Kane is in his suit and says, I'm sorry, DPW. TDJ had information on me and is using this to keep me in his pocket, but not anymore. The monster Kane is back. And yes, the love of money is the root of all evil. But I know something more, uh, more dangerous than money. The big red machine. You see, having mon no money isn't the end of the world, but selling your soul is. DPW, I am no longer aligning with them. I am a free man now. He rips the tie off and throws the jacket down with the crowd cheers. Later that night, TDJ says he has plans for the bank. He needs Austin Theory to take Kane out in a no-DQ match. He has $20,000 set aside for him, and Theory says, no, no, I don't need your money. Taking his leg with, uh, with me home is satisfactory enough. He uh, walks out of the office with a smile on his face as Bret Hart looks and worry. Week four, um, Kane is in a match with Veer. It's a very uh, even match until Theory runs down the ramp and chop blocks Kane while the ref isn't paying attention. Veer uses this to his advantage and it's a choke, sit out choke pop, sit out choke mom for the win. The crowd boos as he taunts in the ring. Theory smiles while slowly stalking Kane in the ring, uh, crawling. Did you and draft Veer? You said what? Did you draft Veer? No, 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 no. Okay, thank God. No, no, he's just he was just extra. I was like, oh, I was like, Veer ain't no, he's not anywhere. Why would you be against drafted Veer? He's been he's been coming for like six months. <laughs> That's too much. Come, he came. No, he came. I don't know if he's I, come back. Come again. But... Yeah, he when was out there. For, he was out there on the. He, he was out there around the ring, clapping and and high fiving people for Randy Orton's twentieth anniversary thing. And I was like, okay, so he's already a joke. Like, <laughs> you had him come out here and squish fucking Rey Mysterio's head. Like he's great, Kali, and then so high fiving people. Yeah, now now he's two cast. weeks later they, he's they, out here. He, he shouldn't be a monster. He's like super charismatic IRL. Is it? Do you know him? Yeah. So I think he has to sit out choke bomb for the win. Uh, crowd boos as he taunts in the ring. Theory smiles while slowly stalking Kane in the ring, crawling. He does the ankle lock as Kane is yelling in pain, and ref has to um, refs have to come out to break him off. Um, Theory yells out, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, he had to pull him off, like a Kit Kat okay. bar. <laughs> Break Theory him off like a out. bad bitch as well. <laughs> Theory yells out, "I've been working my ass off to get here. You threw away your chance, you stupid old man. I'll take care of your world's collide. Your leg comes home with me." 
oh man, your leg comes home with me. So they're like, they're like pulling them off at this point. So now it's the, the night of the pay-per-view. Austin Theory comes on the black singlet with pink accents, uh, black jacket with pink lightning accent, pink lightning accents on the sleeves, and uh, black and pink beats around his, uh, his neck. He comes out real cocky as the music hits. The announcer says, weighing in at 224 pounds, making his way from Atlanta, Georgia, the spectacle of being technical, the grappling god, Austin Theory. The crowd's I like born. that name. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Kane comes out in apocalyptic attire in a mask similar to Bane's off of, uh, Dark Knight as he comes down with a sinister look. So now they officially have their um, officially Doomsday Kane. Doomsday, Doomsday Kane. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, immediately, as soon as the bell rings, he shoots for Kane's leg immediately, and Kane has to punch the top of his head several times and gives him like a face rake to let to have him let go. At one point, he tosses him out of the ring um, and walks towards him and continues to throat chop him around the ring as Theory's crawling around, walking around groggy. At one point, Kane Iris rips him shoulder first into the steps as Theory yells out in pain. Kane Iris whips him back in the ring. Kane chokes uh, Theory with both hands and lifts him up in the air. As he's choking him, Theory pokes him in the eye and Kane lets go. Theory immediately hits a uh, rolling thunder uh, blockbuster. The crowd boos as he does like a crank taunt. He's like going like this. He goes for the ankle lock. And uh, Kane's yelling in pain is trying to top, um, trying to tap, and he turns his body and kicks him off. At one point, Austin Theory goes for an ankle lock again, um, but Kane rolls forward, sending Austin, Austin Theory flying out of the ring. Kane favoring his leg, looks around as the crowd cheers. He slingshots himself out of the ring into a crossbody. The crowd's cheering as the theory's laid out, and Kane is on the ground favoring his leg. Um, at one point, Kane is trying to get back into the ring, and when he gets on the apron facing the crowd, holding his leg, Theory slides in the ring and runs full speed and spears Kane back through the ropes as the crowd goes crazy. And Theory's looking at him with a smile. And at one point, Theory goes for a diving double axe handle but gets throat chopped. He drops to the ground. Kane goes for the pin. One, two. Theory kicks out as Kane looks off like, like really? Um, Kane goes for a choke slam, but his leg's in so much pain when he lifts him. Um, he drops him. Theory takes advantage and does a basement drop kick to the injured leg again. That makes Kane flip forward low-key, like kind of rolls forward. Um, one point, Austin Theory does a snap suplex to Kane. His um, he eyes his leg again and goes on the second rope. Kane gets up and headbutts him. Theory dazed and confused. Um, Kane gets on the apron and chokes Theory. He eyes the barricade and choke slams him off the top rope into the side of the barricade as Bret Hart looks in pain. And then um, at the very end, Kane goes for a tombstone power driver, but Theory shifts his weight back and Kane drops down as there's too much pain on his leg. And Theory takes advantage and does the ankle lock. Kane is in too much pain and taps out. He holds his leg as the ref has to yank him off and gets up, raising both arms as Red Hart comes in and claps for him while shaking his hand. Like, what? Well, shaking his head, my fault, not hand. While shaking his head. I wish you would, if you're going to do the Bret Hart and him sub- doing a submission, you should have had him use the sharpshooter. But, um,. Not going to ding you. But I, I feel like the sharpshooter hurts your back more because. When I was with the people, they always complain about the back, not the legs. It does hurt your back, but it's just the Bret Hart. Th- it's like it feels like you wanted this to be Kurt Angle, but you couldn't get Kurt Angle, so you gave Bret Hart instead. And <laughs> that really wasn't the goal. But, I was <laughs> but this this has nothing to do with your match or anything. But I just I don't know why this popped in my head. And it made me mad. Now I need an answer. Why is the Shooting Star Press held at such a high regard? But the moonsault isn't when it's the same move, just faced in a different way. D- difficulty. Is it, how's it, how's it difficulty? I think it's harder to do the flip that doing way. Doing a backflip going forward. Because you're doing a backflip and you're also pushing your body forward, too. It's kind yeah. of instead of, instead of doing a moonsault, the moonsault, you're just doing a backflip. Yeah. I feel like doing a I don't think it's that big of a difference. But I, I can't I, do either, so I can't. Yeah, I can't. Go do it. 
I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying one, one is a backflip, but you're, you know, you, cause you're already yeah, going. Yeah, no, back. I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, I don't think the, I don't know, I just don't feel like it's that big of a difference. Brock yeah, Lesnar wouldn't have landed on his head with a moonsault. He also shouldn't have fucking, uh, tried to do it like three quarters okay. of the way across the ring, like an idiot. True. Yeah. He went to dumb. the closer turnbuckle. Or move, <laughs> or move Kurt closer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the the sad part is is that he almost landed it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, side note, by the way, Kane did use a character named Doomsday at one point in his career. Did he? I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, it's gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Doomsday Kane that is in DPW. I was there when he created him, and yeah, I will say shit's hard. I'm mad that he. I'm mad that you're doing these repackages and everything, and then just feeding them to people immediately. Yeah. True. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I don't know. I'm trying to like, describe each character. It's kind of hard to do. Like I said, they're just supposed to be the introductions of everybody anyway. Like I said, this is the yeah. first review, so I'm literally just trying to. Your monsters have but, no monstrosity. But here's the thing: you <laughs> also had two. You had two weekly shows to do that. Like where you could have introduced them during your two weekly shows. No, no, no. The Usos and the Flyboys had to have twenty spots in three minutes. <laughs> True. Um, hey, get him, get him, John. I will never forgive you. We'll keep going. <laughs> hey, where'd that bill be? Five dollars. That's where. I don't necessarily have anything like wrong with this feud. I think the right person won. I have a lot of wrong with this feud. Not I'm a lot. Just like I don't fundamentally have wrong. Yeah, I don't have anything, like, dramatically wrong. So I'm going to give you a 4.5, because it's not perfect, but it's not... But I like it. I think that. I like that. I'll try to make a new technical wrestler out of all... Uh, yeah, and I like Theory... Uh, what did you I, call him? The, he's the... Uh, he's the I like the, the, the grappling, the, the the grappling guy. Was, yeah. The spectacle like the, of what? The spectacle technical. of being technical. Yeah. And, and the grappling god. Also. I'm going to go... Uh, I like both of those. Okay, I'm just going to go with a four. I agree with Damone. So here's the thing. I like both of these characters and stories separately. I don't think they should have crossed paths, at least not yet. I don't like that you... You do have a lot of TDJ, like, all over the product. It's it's Donald Trump, Johnny Knoxville all over again. It is. <laughs> like, he's every in every single feud. You talking about me being all up in the cameras? He's the owner. Yeah. He's he's got, he's, he's got he's got he's got. So am I. Yes. I just seen Travi T a lot too. <laughs> All up in the video. Motherfucker, most of my video. most of my spot, like most of the stuff when I'm in there, is just me saying, "Yeah, we're gonna make this match official." Like, but all TDJ says, "Hey, go out there and take him out." That's all he does. And he just pays him. That's just that's just it. He got the That's money. a lot more. That's a lot more than what I'm doing. Um. Don't get mad I'm, just, that I'm like more of a typical uh, authority figure. Your your TDJ is just out here being a menace. He is he a is super a villain. He's a he is a super villain. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's different. It's here. not the same thing. Um, John, do you have a number because I don't really have one yet. I yeah, don't know. I'm gonna say that I'm not on the same boat as the Mike, but I don't hate this either. Yeah, like, that's where I'm at. It's it's fine. It's not for me though. If that makes sense, like it's not something yeah. that like. If I were watching this show, that I would be looking forward to on the card. This yeah, because this was this be supposed to be just get a technical uh, wear down a certain body part kind of match. That's, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Just him. Yeah. Strange that you pick Kane for this match. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, it's it, it, it just showed pretty much he can do it to anybody. The fact that he's a bigger guy, he's like, I can wear you down too, and he did it. Okay. 
It's just not my style. Um, but you did fine with it. I don't hate it. I don't love either repackage. I don't hate them either. I'm going to give this a perfect mid three. Okay. I like both of the repackages a lot. I just wish they weren't facing each other. I think you stunted Kane. Because now it's Kane. Kane's nothing now. Yeah, because he tapped he, out. Doomsday can, can't, come, can't come back now. He, come, he gets his fresh repackage and then gets beat down by a guy that's a quarter of his size and then taps out to that guy. Not yeah, that was, size always matters, but it just in this moment it does. And him tapping out was is the issue, I would say, more <laughs> than the size thing. No, but no, because no, it does the size does matter in this instance because he, he wore him down <laughs> and made him tap out. True, yeah, I know. I understand. Kane should have choke slammed him out of his boots like he was the Undertaker and Theory was Terry Funk. <laughs> what? <laughs> Undertaker choke slammed Terry Funk during the Mankind Hell in the Sun match and his shoes came off. That was the, I, that was the joke. I was just watching the Mick Foley broken skull sessions before I got on here. That's what. Anyway, I'm gonna give you. I'm. I'm gonna give you a three. I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel confident in that three, but I'm gonna give you a three. You want to go higher? What it sound like? What? <laughs> I said you want to go higher, huh? <laughs> no. No. Okay. So, um... Take your three and run. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Um. So now, after remember Bad Bitch Party? I don't know if you'll remember them. Oh my God! <laughs> so after Bad Bitch Party, lost to Sisters Grim Week One. Uh, Ted Biasi Jr. Who is are doubt. these people again? Who's bad in the Bad Bitch Party? Who's Tyre in Val- Sisters Grim? Tyre Valkyrie and Melina. And then uh, with Sunny Kiss as their manager, he's like he always walks up with their mirror because it just they look that good. And then uh, Sisters Grim is uh, Dewdrop, but we call her you know we call her Piper Nevin here and. Uh, and Nia Jax. BBP is just female rude ones. Uh, no. Yeah, but BBP is also beautiful people when it, Cute Kip was with them. Yeah, but Sunny Kiss is uh, a little more flamboyant than, than Cute Kip. <laughs> 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 so um, after they lost to Sisters Grand Week 1, Ted DiBiase Jr. is in doubt if they deserve to be champions. Um Week two, BBP have a rematch against Sisters Grimm that ends in Melina going for a diving splash. But when Taya is Irish whipping to the ropes, it makes her fall to the turnbuckle. And Nia Jax hits Simone drop with the second turnbuckle for the win. Uh, week three, um, TDJ calls him in the office and says, one thing about me, I respect my money, my time, and my imprint on wrestling. Seeing my champions lose in embarrassing fashion. Definitely week that imprint. Week- Damn it! Lost my place now. (laughs) So seeing my champions lose in embarrassing fashion week after week make me makes me wonder. Do you think I made a mistake in making you my DPW Women's Tag Team Champions? When I sent you to when I sent you to Japan and saw you take the belts, I thought I had the next big thing here in the women's tag team wrestling. But it looks like you guys are starting to fold under pressure. Now I suggest if you can't beat the competition, make sure there is no competition. Now get out of my sight. And then week four. it is announced that Sisters Grimm have a match against the Blonde Shells, uh, Naomi and Kara Hogan uh, for the titles. Um, Piper the Blonde is Shells? The Blonde Shells. They got, the, they, they, got, they got blonde hair here. So you got Naomi and Blonde. Say, neither of them have blonde hair. Uh, nope, but they do here. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be up I, for a uh, download on the community creation. Can I tell you how much night. I despise your women's tag teams? You say you despise it? Yes, I've hated every single one of them so far. That's that's fine. It's, we, we, we had to have my thick team in there. It's the blonde shit. It was Naomi. You already had a thick team with, with the fucking with uh the brothers Grimm. 
The sisters grip? <laughs> no. That's my BBW team. I said they both built, built like bouncy balls. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they get matched against the blonde shells, Naomi and Kara Hogan for the titles. Piper's climbing the top rope for a bon- for a bonsai drop. When we see Melina run into the ring and grab her ankle, Piper's trying to kick her off and is uh, distracted. Tyre runs across the apron and cracks Piper in the head with a beer bottle, and the match is called off due to disqualification. The crowd's booing as Piper's laid out. With Piper never being injured, Nia Jax will need a new tag team partner at the uh, at the event. So this match will be a uh, a four way tag match between uh, these teams right here. So Chicas Locas come out in big hoop earrings, white tank top, t- uh, tan shorts, long white socks, red plaid tops, only button on the top button, uh, black chucks and black bandanas. Um, it's Zelina Vega and uh, and uh, Ariel. I don't know. If, uh, I think her name is Shelly Martinez in uh, TNA. Um, and Jelena has on um, black shades. They get in the ring and show off their little. They have the Mexican flag up. Uh, blonde shells come out twerking in black beaters and black leggings. And then uh, BBP comes out with Sunny Kiss and um, with the holding up the mirror as they walk out. You know, to booze from the, uh, flexing their belt for the crowd to see. And then Nia Jax is by herself and she comes out uh, by herself, looking real determined. The match starts with Nia Jax doing a power slam to Jelena. Then uh, does a running senton party to the other females in the ring. At one point, Zelina runs and tie flapjacks Zelina out of the ring into a crossbody to uh, Kiera on the outside. At one point, Kiera tries to go for a monkey flip to tie in the corner, but Ty, uh turns into a pop-up powerbomb. Uh, at one point, Zelina does a uh, suicide dive to Melina out of the ring. Uh, at one point, Taya does a super kick to Nia, then drops her. Taya drops, uh, Ty, I'm sorry, Taya grabs Kiera into a, is it Shiranoi? Is that you said? Shiranoi? Shiranoi, whatever. Shirinari position that kicks off Naomi and finishes the Shirinari and then does a uh, splash on onto Naya behind her on the ground at the same time. Um, Kiera Hogan at one point is dazed. Shelly lays on her back with her knees up and Zelina hits a uh, throwback onto Kiera, landing Kiera face first into the knees. They call it the chiropractor. Um, Melina hits uh, Naya Jax with a super kick and Naya hits the ground hard. We see uh, Naomi climb onto the barricade, then tightrope walk into a jumping leg drop to Nia's body hanging outside the ring, like hanging out of the ring. Uh, at one point, Zelina does a running hurricane off the apron uh, and onto Nia ringside. And then we see Nia Jax getting tired, and the little competitors are working on her legs since she's the biggest one there and are trying to take her out the match. The lights go out, and we see and we hear Joe Rogan say, that must be Nia's mystery partner. We see Lufisto come across the screen as her music hits. Joe Rogan probably is her mystery partner. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. We see Lufisto come across the screen as her music hits. Let the bodies hit the floor. So that's that song was playing. She walks down real determined as Joe Rogan screams. It's the indie legend, Lufisto, making her way down the DPW ramp. Legend is is, uh, thrown around pretty pretty rough here. No, she's a legend in indies. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't you do that. She's not. You, who is it? Lou Fisto? Lou Fisto. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. I know who she is, but she's not a legend. She she's definitely a legend. <laughs> don't let him don't let him fool you. Loki's not a legend. Okay, and Shannon and he's Moore's not world the goat while we're at it. <laughs> you said Shannon Moore's not the goat? And I said no, and Shannon Moore's the goat while we're at it, I guess. <laughs> so things he said things just got a little more uh, intense in this championship match. She gets in the ring, starts throwing females around the ring, displaying her strength. Shelly does a uh, multiple elbow smash to Lufisto. Lufisto isn't phased by it. She puts her hands behind her back, and as she's still getting elbow smash, she's like, had her hands behind her back. Um, Shelly looks confused. Shelly looks confused, and Lufisto screams in her face. And Shelly runs and bounces off the ropes for more momentum and goes for another elbow smash. But she comes back to a stiff lariat as the crowd gets hyped as she's yelling. 
Um, Shelly scoots back into the turnbuckle while while she while still sitting. Lufisto runs and does a cannonball turn in the corner as the crowd goes crazy. Ty in the middle of the ring is sitting up. And Lufisto does a running cannonball to her too as the crowd gets on their feet clapping. Lufisto's going crazy around the ring. Um, Nia Jax and Lufisto do a double military lift and toss Kara Hogan to the rest of the females outside of the ring. The crowd is getting hyped at this point. Lufisto looks at Nia Jax and military lifts her. She's like this, so she, she's displaying her strength, lifts her and throws her on the females outside of, uh, the ring as well. The crowd goes crazy seeing the heavyweight go over the ropes like she did. Um, one point, Zelina does a uh, satellite DDT to Naomi. Um, one point, Melina does a diving crossbody to Lefisto, but Lefisto catches her and rolls backwards with her and stands up with her and then pops her up in a fireman's carry. Lefisto does a uh, double knee gut buster from uh, from there to Melina and holds her there. The crowd all start to stand up as Nia Jax climbs the turnbuckle. And then she does a diving senton as Melina as the as the Melina. I can't read. She does a diving senton on Melina as the crowd goes nuts. And Melina, she's like overselling. She's like shaking on the floor and a little twitch shit. They go for the pin. One, two, then Ty, uh, Ty uh, jumps in and uh, stops it as the crowd boos. Uh, Shelly slingshot, slingshots herself to Nia on the outside. And then at the very end, Lufisto goes for a curve top, which is the surfboard. It's Crusher, the original curve top. Um, but while pulling on her leg, she gets super kicked by Naomi. She drops to the floor. VP takes advantage and immediately goes for the pin. One, two, as Naomi tries to jump and stop it, Sunny Kiss is holding her back as the ref goes for the final three count. BBP are the winners, and the crowd is booing like crazy. They quickly leave the rings and snatch the belt and run off with them. Hmm. I'll be honest, I'm not really invested in them as a team or, honestly, your women's tag team division. Okay. Like, Lou Fisto being the big reveal was kind of a dud. Um, you can't do reveals. There's no mystery reveals. Never, never pan out. Yeah, she's the indie legend, Lufisto. That's why. Don't say that. Um, (laughs) indie legend. Real indie Samoa Joe. You know what I like about Kenny? You know what I like about Kenny is Kenny loses with with confidence. Like (laughs) it don't matter what happens. He's he is confident. We can all tell him he just had a negative five. For his matches, he'd be like, "Nah, that shit was that shit was nice. That shit was nice." <laughs> he's a he's a delusional heel. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna give you he's a, a three. He's a rude once. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a three. It was perfect mid. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I'm being. That's I love when Travis nice. does that. He just tells you he's about to hate. And he'll go right into it. <laughs> Uh, I hated this shit. <laughs> this was what? What was the match I hated the most so far? The I Alexa Bliss match. It, yeah, you. I know this women shit's not working for you, Kenny. Just drop the whole like division. Women. Kenny, so you're, you're, you're having the you same like problem women. I have. Where we should you just like to say, see big buff guys come out real sweaty. Hey, hey, I, you like. Kenny, first you off, like, you like scoop slams. And <laughs> I do like a scoop slam. BD Ben slapping me. I like, I like Tombstone pile drivers too, motherfucker. Where they hold them in the air for a little bit. Take and it from me. Hold. Maybe we should you just like, admit we're like sexist standing, and not do this. <laughs> like, he likes he like standing 69. <laughs> this is what he just said. <laughs> Three, two, man. Keep going. <laughs> uh, I I like, I like, you know who my favorite wrestler that. is, by the way? Rikishi. So, somebody big and sweaty. I must say somebody big and sweaty. <laughs> Rikishi, I love this finishing maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> Travis felt represented by that. I did. Um, well, Nia Jax supposed to be close to that. so. <laughs> yeah, but I hated this shit. I ain't going to lie to you. I hated this worse than I hated that Alexa Bliss shit. Because <laughs> there's no, there. I didn't like the story for this either. I felt 
I didn't like it. This overall, that's I just don't know what to say to you other than I didn't like it. I'm gonna give you 0.75, and that's because you brought out the indie legend, Lufisto. There you go. You get that quarter for that. That's all we needed. <laughs> I didn't like it either, but not to the extent that Travis didn't like it. And this isn't just me trying to cover up my hater tracks. This is like I actually, <laughs> I actually, again, I actually didn't like it. Like, but not like I. Sorry, I didn't hate it as much as Travis. Like, I wasn't entertained, and I don't care about any of these teams. But I felt like this didn't have anything egregious in it. Like there was no moment out- I could point to where like, okay, this ruined it. There just wasn't any moment in it where I could say I liked this. Can you bring out Gringus Locus? Okay. <laughs> that no, Kenny has it. Don't you have? Is that what their name is? What's their name? The uh, what did you wait? What did you say? <laughs> I, I don't know. I said Gringus Locus. <laughs> the What's their name? Crazy white girls. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he threw me off. Of you, that was you Pika mean Locus. Jelly and Kika Locus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we have them out? Because they're actually good. You said have them out. Yeah, have, have bring them. They, they were in this match. They were in the match. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was a four way tag match. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They just got lost. Okay, okay. Give, him, give you another, give you another quarter for that. You get a dollar. They just got lost in the show. Yeah. Honestly, I would wish they won. Yeah, me too. I wish it, it was built around them. There was just a lot going on here. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna give you a dollar fifty. I can't say I enjoyed any of it, but I didn't hate it quite that much. Okay. So now what's on Mike? I didn't hate it as much as them, but I didn't love it. Uh, I'm going to go with a two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. All right. So at this point, um, JTG has already taken out Jeff Hardy week one after humiliating humiliating him and torturing his family. Uh, Week two, John the Great and Malachi the Carver are in the ring. JTG holds holding his crowd, candlestick smiling. JTG calls for a mic. Before he can speak, Jeff Hardy's music plays. The music keeps going, but nobody comes out. JTG starts cracking up laughing. He's like, I had you people going. Gave you all hope. The White Knight was supposed to come out here and get rid of Big Bad John. Well, he's not. Sorry to burst your bubble, but John the Great prevailed. Nice guys finished last. If you want something, you got to take it. Already got the title. Now it's time for me to have a little fun. The crowd's blowing at this point until we uh, hear Eric Bischoff's music hit. Um, after he's like, he comes, he comes out and says, After what you did to his poor family, you're lucky I don't have you fired. It's one thing to attack a superstar, but you don't attack a civilian. JTG says, See, now I agree with you, but I never attacked a civilian. Malachi kicked her. Jeff hit his own kid. I was just a witness. The crowd boos as JTG smiling. Eric Bischoff gets in his face and says, The only reason I don't fire you right now is because you had that title around your waist. You hear me? You hear me, goddammit? JTG smiles and says, Eric, was that a threat? Woo! Look who took off their kid size underwear and revealed some massive balls. You do have stones, huh, Eric? But you messed up. You said I can't be fired because I have the title. So as long as I'm here holding this title, guess what? I'm going to shake some things up. JTG turns around and says, batter up, and cracks Eric in the head with the kendo stick. The crowd's booing like crazy as JTG is pretending like he hit a home run. What am I doing wrestling? Baseball is my true calling. If your head was a ball, that would have been a home run. I got some more things to do. Ta-ta, Eric. Week three, Eric Bischoff's in the office and says, Jeff, JTG has to go. We have to get him to lose this title. 
I'm giving you and two others a shot at the title. You and Adam Cole seem like the two to be uh, to be able to take him uh, take it off him. I even pulled some favors on Monday Night Madison, got Johnny Dynamite to join the match. That's uh, John Morrison. Let's get Johnny uh, Johnny Johnny Dynamite to join the match. It will be an Ultimate X match at Worlds Collide. JTG loses that title. Week four, we see JTG with Malachi the Carver versus Sanjay Dutt. Uh, JTG does his new finisher, the be- uh, the beautiful symphony, which is a crucifix bomb that flips into a cutter. Um, he flips a uh, after he hits that move, he pins one, two, three. Sanjay lays there in pain as JTG pull, uh, puts his hand out. The referee gives him the microphone. Jeff, he says, "Jeff Hardy, look what you made me do." The crowd starts blowing like crazy. He smiles. I wasn't seen as a threat when I was in that group before, only seen as a joke, a jester of sorts. But now everybody sees for see me for who, I'm sorry. Everybody sees me for who I truly am, an artist. My art needs to be analyzed. You see, my art is innovative. It can't be imitated. The great Picasso once said, to draw, you must close your eyes and sing. I want you all to close your eyes with me because at Worlds Collide, I create my next painting as I paint DPW red with Jeff's blood. So now we're in the uh, actual event. Uh, Johnny Dynamite comes out in bl- uh, blue tights with white wings on the side and says Flyboy on the side. He does a little slow motion entrance. Adam Cole comes out in black trunks that says Cole Baby in, um, on the back in yellow. Jeff Hardy comes out in black and uh, purple Under Armour with black t- uh, pants and purple belt. JTG comes out dragging his kendo stick and uh, in a dirty brown uh, denim jacket and dirty brown jeans. The match starts off with JTG hitting Jeff Hardy with a sling blade, then gets form shots by uh, both Dynamite and Adam Cole after. At one point, JTG is on the cable moving, but gets grabbed by Adam Cole. He gets uh, he ends up pulling JTG off and ends up in a powerbomb position. Um, and Johnny uh, Johnny Dynamite climbs the top rope, then hits uh, j- hits a drop kick on JTG that helps uh, Cole powerbomb him. At one point, Jeff Hardy runs across the apron, does a whisper in the wind off the ring post to Cole on the outside. At one point, Dynamite uh, hits a Fosbury flop to JTG on the outside. Uh, at one point, Hardy goes for a whisper in the wind, but JTG hits him with a drop kick that drops him. As Jeff is in pain, uh, JTG grabs the kendo stick. He steps on Jeff's hand as Jeff screams out in pain. JTG raises the kendo stick, but gets drop kicked from behind by Adam Cole. Uh, at one point, Dynamite's body is uh, wrapped around the cable, like he's got it, like he's like literally like like clutching the uh, the cable. Um, Adam Cole is climbing and is kicking Dynamite in his back, and he gets kissed in the back so much that he ends up letting letting go and he falls. Um, at one point, JTG uh, and Jeff Hardy swing on each other um, outside of the ring. And uh, in ring, Adam Cole does a super hurricane run into Johnny Dynamite. Dynamite lands on his feet, and he stands there as the crowd cheers, and he runs it as a corkscrew plancha to JTG and J- um, Jeff Hardy on the outside. Um, at one point, JTG spears Dynamite at one point, um, and Dynamite flips, telling how um, how strong it was. At one point, Dynamite um, Irish whips JTG to the corner. Dynamite sprints at him. JTG pulls himself up and tries to kick him in the chest with both feet. But Dynamite catches his feet and throws his leg on the middle rope. While he sits there, Dynamite sprint, uh, sprints and does a German suplex while sliding out of the ring at the same time. Um, Jeff Hardy climbs the top rope and does a taunt for the Swanton Bomb. The crowd cheers and he stops and looks up. He climbs the high, he climbs up higher on, on the metal, does a Swanton Bomb off of there. Uh, at one point, JTG goes for the uh, beautiful symphony off the top rope to Dynamite, but wiggles out of it and goes for a neck break off the top rope. And um, Jeff Hardy is hanging from the cables, headed towards the X. Malachi the Carver sprints down the ring and pulls his legs. Jeff is falling down, and Malachi hits him with a black mask on the way down. Jeff is knocked out. Um, Adam Cole is on the cables, and JTG is underneath him trying to powerbomb him. And as he leans back, Dynamite runs up his body and German suplexes Cole as the crowd chants, holy shit. 
And then uh, Malachi Carver um, slides out of the ring, pushes JTG um, into the ring. He then lifts JTG up on his shoulders and barely conscious. He uses the last of his energy to grab the belt and rips it down. The crowd boozy comes down off the sh- um, comes down on, on his shoulders and he's holding the cruiserweight belt. Malachi grabs a mic and hands it to John the Great and he says, I've got no strings to hold me down, to make me fret, to make me frown. I have no strings. I, used to, I had strings, but now I'm free. Ain't no strings on me. As the crowd's booing him like crazy. And he's holding, he's holding the belt, like barely like conscious, just holding the belt. I feel like Kenny just wanted to sing tonight. They, 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 just, 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 he, 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 he just said saying the um the fuck what what is that commercial what the might be bugs on some of your mugs but they ain't no bugs on me like mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't no strings on me though yeah it's uh, it's Pinocchio or not is it Pinocchio? It, it, it's Pinocchio yeah because yeah. yeah, they used it for Age of Ultron um. I don't have a problem with anything you did. I actually like all of it. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a five. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I agree. I like all of it. I'm also giving you a five. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm close, but there's only one issue that I didn't like. Is that mm-hmm. I feel like this should have just been JTG and Jeff Hardy. Um, uh, I, I can see that. I feel like the other two being added was just really. There's no reason. Like, there was a reason, like, a kayfabe reason, but it felt like just a shoehorn reason to add two good wrestlers to the match. Um, More spots. Yeah. But other than that, I liked it a lot. It's by far the best thing going. I'm going to give this a 4.5. I'll give you a 5. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Damn. Yeah. Back to my hating ass ways. I've been the <laughs> hater all fucking night. I know. You've let me take the heat for everything. Okay. Man, I'm trying to change my ways. Why? Give them the give them the grades they deserve. <laughs> trying to change, right. be a better person. I'm trying to be nice, pot. This you're is my. Co- to get, you're hoping they're going to grade your show better, but then they're going to give you point fives, and you're. Gonna say, Damn, <laughs> what did uh, I do this for? Be, I'm trying to be nice, pot. I'm changing my I'm- ways. <laughs> this is my co-main event right here. So, um, after getting shoulder checked by Jay Cargo week one, Tony's confused on disrespect from Jade. Um, week two, Joe Rogan says, we're about to watch the Japanese import Hikaru Shida go up against our most insane female, Serena Deeb, in a death match. Yes, a death match on regular TV. The match ends uh, with the superplex through a glass table for Serena to get the win. She gets on the mic and says, Tony Storm, I have been dominating from promotion to promotion. I want what's on your waist. You aren't a good wrestler. You're terrible. You can't last stamina wise. You're a V6. You can't keep up in the race. I want to do everyone. I want to do everyone a favor and retire you. You don't belong here with the rest of the competitors. I've battled the best in the world. I want that title around your waist. Give me what I want, and I'll leave you alone. And does the title motion with their uh, with their hands. Um, week three, Lauren uh, Lauren Thompson tries to interview Serena D for um, for her match with Ty Conti. Serena looks at her and says. Um, it's a shame what happened to Ty. Then walks out to the ring. Lauren confused at the statement. Is like what? Um, when Ty walks up to the ring for the match, she gets hit from behind with a steel chair by Serena. Serena continues to hit her in the back while, while she's on the ground. While Ty is uh, screaming in pain, Serena grabs her, uh, grabs her, and pulls out a sharpie out of pocket and writes "slut" across her forehead. As Ty is crawling away, Serena kicks her in the gut. Um, Ty is screaming out in pain. Serena places her arm in a chair and continues to stomp on it while the crowd is booing. She puts the chair on her neck this time now, and before she's about to stomp, Tony, uh, Tony Storm's music hits. She backs up and laughs as Tony come, comes to uh, Ty's aid. 
And then week four, um, Tony Storm is in the ring with Serena. Serena says, give me what I want, and I'll leave you alone. She has the title. And Tony says, you want the match? You got it, bitch. Uh, Tony Storm in a death match for the women's championship. I'll see you there. So Serena's coming out in the match um, in light blue top, light blue bottoms. Tony comes out in uh, black leggings and black top. Um, the match starts when they get into a stiff punch exchange um, that ends in Tony headbutting Serena and German suplexes her. At one point, Serena hits uh, sitting on the top rope facing the crowd. Tony does a springboard car wheel power bomb. I don't know how to explain that, but it's like she spring like she springs for springboards off and then like turns her body like this to do to finish the power bomb. I've seen it done before. I just can't think of how to describe it on here. Say it again. I'm sorry. Basically, um, Serena's sitting on the top rope facing the crowd. Okay. Tony springboards off the bottom rope and then like turn like turns her body like this. And then kind of turns to like a sunset flip kind of thing, or like a power, like a sit out power bomb kind of. I don't know how to explain it, but she kind of like, can, like turns her body like a cartwheel. Go. Yeah, like a cartwheel, but like a power bomb at the same time. It's like a cartwheel and like I in no the air she's doing a power bomb. Like a cartwheel into a power bomb. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like okay. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just she springboards, cartwheels, power bomb. Yeah, yeah, all in one motion. It's just like, like that. Okay. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it done before. Like they. I can picture it in my. You said you can picture it. Yeah, I can picture. Okay, it. as long as you can picture, it, that's that's what that's what I was trying. I was, it was hard for me to explain it, but I was like, I want that spot in this match. Um, Tony goes for a running hip attack to Serena in the corner, but Serena catches her and walks walks with her while she's suspended in the air. The German suplexes her in the corner. Uh, at one point, Serena does a stiff power dri- power driver off the apron. Uh, Serena goes for a crucifix bomb to Tony to the crowd, but Tony wiggles out of it, hits a stiff lariat. Uh, Tony's getting beat up ringside, and Serena grabs popcorn from the person in the front row. She's like eating a little, eating a couple pieces, then pours it on Tony and stomps her some more. <coughs> Tony's crawling, um, and half her body is out is, uh, under the ring at one point. Serena grabs her ankle and pulls her to reveal Tony with a fire extinguisher. She sprays her in the face as the crowd cheers. Um, at one point, Tony sets up a table in the corner, but when she turns around, she gets speared through it. Uh, at one point, Tony uh, sat on a chair in the middle of the ring. Serena does like a senton bomb off the turnbuckle, but Tony moves out of the way and she goes through the, like, she's pretty much smacks against the chair. Um, outside of the ring, there's a ladder that is put up by Tony. Tony puts it over and it cracks Serena on top of the head. The blood's leaking from the top of her head and begins to cover her face. Um, Tony tries to pick Serena up, but is met with a stiff punch from Serena. Serena gets up and we see a close-up shot to see uh, Serena's crimson mask and the blood's like dripping from her chin. What bus is there open again? She shoved, she like pushed the ladder over, and the ladder like cracked on top of her head. And we've seen the blood like okay. coming down like this, so it's coming like, pouring over her face at this point. Um, at one point, Tony is trying to get back in the ring, and Serena grabs her in a DDT position, then does a tornado DDT through the ropes into the outside. Uh, we see Serena, uh, Serena reaches underneath the apron, starts smiling. She pulls out a fluorescent light tube as the crowd cheers, and she like holds it up in the air like this. And when she pulls, um, so when she goes to like swing at her, Tony headbutts her real quick and grabs the tube and kicks her in the stomach. And when Serena's bent over, Tony cracks it across her back to a loud applause from the audience. Um, one point, Tony goes for a Topkin Hilo, but Serena catches her in the powerbomb position. She lets her torso drop, and then she swings her body towards the barricade in a stiff fashion. And at uh, one point, Tony bridges the table between the apron and barricade. And the table is flipped wrong side up. She powerbombs Serena through the table as they both lay there, both of them favoring the back, and the crowd's chanting, holy shit. The match ends with Tony hitting a Storm Zero, which is a Tiger Bomb, off the top rope through a table for the win. So Tony uh, Tony retains against the, our hardcore uh, Serena Deep. Okay. Um, 
Okay. How many matches you got so, after this? No, this this the Coleman event. So I got one more. Okay, 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 okay. So go ahead. I don't nece- didn't necessarily need you to go like to like flesh burning and stuff like that, <laughs> but this didn't necessarily feel like it. I know you did the one light tube spot and like you had like through the table and stuff like that, but it didn't really feel like a death match per se, just a hardcore match. You know, you know, I'm all about the hardcore. I don't really death match ain't really my thing. That's that's disgusting to me. Yeah, it felt <laughs> just like a hardcore match, and you just put death. You just called it a death match. To be that's fair, exactly that was the only happened. name that he could draft for it. So. <laughs> for real, <laughs> y'all draft extreme rules, he, hardcore. He's worked uh, with what he has. You get traded for it. Um, I gave it to Mike for free, or I got it yeah, from Travis, did. and then I just gave it to Mike. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't that pressed on. I wasn't gonna use. Yeah, I got. Oh, hardcore! You did. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I hard, yeah, I got you. So now I have it. Yeah, I would have rather you gave me just giving me the death match, so I could have been the only Listen, one with the bro, death match. I don't want that nasty ass <laughs> shit to happen on my show. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you though. I did draft like four variations of the same match. You did. <laughs> um. And I'll do it again, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this a three. Yeah, three. It was like, like I'm not again. I'm not super invested in this story. Yeah. And the match was okay. Okay. It was above average. It's a good hardcore match. I wouldn't say it's a death match. Um. So yeah, we, we do hardcore matches here. Like our death match is gonna be like that. I'm just letting you know that it's not gonna be pizza cutters and weed whackers. We don't. I don't. I'm not into weed that. Weed whacker. Yeah, CZW was doing stuff like that. I'm not. I'm not into that. I'm not into that either. You know me, you and John are gonna be over here like, yo, got weak yeah. stomachs. We. So I, I, do have, I do have a weak stomach. Soft, soft teeth and weak stomachs. <laughs> Demone, you got one more time to call me. Tell me I got soft teeth, and I'm gonna beat your ass in the bowl with me. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. You finally um, broke him, Demone. <laughs> found the weak spot. His soft teeth. <laughs> hey, 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 John! Don't get beat up too. Trying to be funny. <laughs> No, I'm, right. um, I'm gonna give you a 2.5. I don't really have a whole lot to say because I feel like that's the gist of this story. There's not a whole lot to say. Okay. No matter. This kind of this match kind of wore me out a little bit. Like if I'm watching the show, I'm like, uh, can we get to the main event kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I feel like you had a little too much. I I'm a little bit exhausted by this match. It's not bad, not for me really. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give this a three. It's mid. Have any of these matches been for you? Well, I mean, the money in the bank ideally should have been for me. <laughs> there was <laughs> like the talent in it in the match should have been for me. Kyle O'Reilly to fucking apron ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm giving this a three. Would you All rather? Right. Would you rather uh, Chef Boy O'Reilly win or Brock Lesnar win? Journeyman Jobber Lesnar or like real life Lesnar? Real life Lesnar. I'm going with Apron O'Reilly then. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Mike, what you got? For me? I'm going to give you a three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, now for the main event. So Eric Bischoff says, it wouldn't be Worlds Collide if we didn't go all out. Now, if you didn't know, we have five of the top six PWI 500 wrestlers of 2021 in our brand. Only Dynamite Pro Wrestling can do this. And just to give the fans what they want, we have your number one PWI 500 DPW champion, the cleaner himself, 
Kenny Omega go up against the number two PWI, 500 DPW World Heavyweight Champion, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. I plan on unifying the titles at Worlds Collide and bring you the DPW and the Undisputed Champion. True, uh, truly, Worlds will collide as we have the best versus the best. Week one on Monday Night Madness, Roman Reigns defeated Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-bar match that we saw the entire arena pretty much get decimated in the process. And um, Kenny Omega defeated Bret Hart to kick off the show on Thursday Night Throwdown. Um, so now week two on Monday Night Madness, Roman Reigns opens, opens up the show with Brooklyn. Acknowledge me. I can't really do an impression today because my my damn throat. Um, acknowledge your tribal chief. The crowd starts booing. Now, when I speak, you listen. The crowd boos even louder. When the crowd settled down, Roman um, Roman says, so a little birdie told me that I have to put up my title against Kenny Omega. Kenny couldn't even be a cleaner for the tribal chief. I run this company, boy. The air at the top is very thin, was very thin, and it's hard to breathe when you're up here if you're not used to it. A wise man once said, beat me if you can, survive if I let you. Well, I say, you set him up, I knock him down. No one beats the tribal chief. So JBL on commentary says, Thursday night throwdown is another thing coming, messing with our champion. If you come for the tribal chief, tribal chief, you best not miss because you because um, you might not get another chance. Week two on Thursday night throwdown, Kenny Omega said, uh, defeats Jim Neidhart in the uh, main event of Thursday night throwdown. He grabs the microphone after beating him with a sharpshooter in disrespectful fashion. After Neidhart taps, Kenny calls for microphone. He says, I retired, Brett. I just beat his kin. I'm the face of Canada. Kings have fallen through history, throughout history. This is one trend that won't die out. Roman Reigns, growing up, when you prayed for safety from those monsters under the bed, you weren't wrong. Monsters were alive. Monsters were real. I was under there. I'm that monster. The Canadian monster is here. The Canadian monster will take over DPW. Monsters rule this world, so I say this, DPW. At Worlds Collide, a monster will become a king. So look at your king. Look at your king. I will take out the tribal chief and accept the crown, so you might as well accept me as your king. And as your king, I ask one thing. All I ask is that you bend a knee. Snoop Dogg says, this is like Freddy versus Jason right here. No matter who wins, we all lose. These two evil men going at it is going to be chaotic for the future of DPW. Um, week three on Monday Night Madness, we finally get Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega face-to-face talking. Kenny Omega, gets on the fight. Kenny Omega gets on the mic and says, Minnesota, DPW, Roman Reigns, acknowledge me. Roman smiles at the, at the imitation uh, Omega's doing. Ladies and gentlemen, my opponent at Worlds Collide, DPW heavyweight champion Roman Reigns. Give him a round of applause. How does it feel to be face-to-face with a wrestling king? The DPW champion, Kenny Omega. I told Eric Bischoff, give the guy a chance. I think he can hang with me now. I made that call. I said, get that lame-ass Roman Reigns in the ring. He has my other title. I need that. It's strap season. I need to add another. I've done it before, and I'll do it again. Roman is just another check off the old clipboard. Look at me when I'm talking to you, King. Because next time you look away from me, you'll be looking up at me. Knock the fuck out. I'm the cleaner, and I'll mop the floor with your ass. Roman sarcastically claps and says, that was cute. Real cute. But let's be real. I'm stronger than you. I'm faster than you. And look a whole lot better with this gold around my waist. Now, I know you've collected titles before. At Worlds Collide is the Roman Reigns show featuring Kenny Omega. I'm going to get you the hell out of here. Then the next chump will take your spot. Maybe after I beat you, I can go to another brand and beat up a white guy with dreads and nasty looking face paint. This is my house. I laid back with my feet kicked up because this is all mine. He pulls out a cross necklace out of his pocket. You know what this means? This means I can do evil things to you. But as long as I pray afterwards, God will forgive me for what I'll do to you at Worlds Collide. At this point, um, they can be seen arguing but can't be heard since the microphones are, uh, aren't in their face anymore. 
Roman hits him, and then they get into an elbow smash battle until Omega clotheslines Roman out of the ring. Kenny throws him over the barricade. He gets uh, hype um, until Roman runs from the crowd and does a Superman punch over the barricade and hits Kenny Omega. Security rush in and hold the two wrestlers back. Um, and then now we're in week four. Week four, there was a six-man tag match between the Elite and the Bloodline. Match starts uh, with the Usos and the uh, Young Bucks going for super kicks at the same time and stop halfway. They both give each other respect. And um, every time Roman Reigns is about to face Kenny Omega, one of the Young Bucks will tag themselves in, teasing the crowd for the match. The match ends with Roman spearing both the Young Bucks at the same time outside the ring and ends in a countout, disqualifying both teams. Roman is pissed that he uh, tied with Omega and gets in his face. They're yelling back and forth until Omega swings on him, and then they both get into another punch exchange that ends in carnage and security storming the arena. <clears throat> so now we're at the actual event. We hear God's, Godzilla music play, and we see a makeshift Japanese city. We see the tallest building get stepped on, and we see the camera pan up. And it's Kenny Omega in green Godzilla inspired tights with Omega signs on the side. The great Muta walking beside him um, in the ring or to the ring. Um, and then we see the lights go out. We hear Roman Reigns music play. The Usos, Alpha and Sika walk out. And uh, we see the lights go out and the silhouettes of all of them. Um, Roman Reigns is behind them with Rikishi holding the belt. All we can see is their silhouettes in the darkness and red illuminates through the arena. The lights come on. They all drop to a knee for their tribal chief before he steps into the ring. It is revealed that Roman has a torch in his hand. He reaches out for the belt with his free hand, blows fire as the crowd cheers. He gets in the ring holding his belt. As the bell rings, the two titans stare each other down. Joe Rogan says, I hear final boss music playing. This is epic. One of these men will be leaving here with both titles tonight, and the other will leave with nothing. They get into an elbow smash battle, and it ends with Omega getting clothesline out of the ring. Um, Omega's head is resting on the steel steps. Roman runs and does a drive-by kick, bouncing his head off the post. Um, one point, Omega's on the apron. Roman gets on the bottom rope and uses strength, suplexes him from that position. Um, Omega hits a super kick to Roman. At one point, Roman goes for a spear, but Omega hits a V-trigger that lays him out. Um, he goes for the pin. One, two. Reigns uses, uh, uses a little bit of energy he has left to kick out. <coughs> Roman hits a uh, T-bone suplex to Omega um, into the turnbuckle. At one point, Omega's on the apron while Roman sits on the top rope. He hits an iconoclasm onto the apron. Uh, Roman clotheslines Omega over the barricade. He starts talking to the Chicago crowd as he climbs the barricade. He says, shut the hell up, Chicago. Don't cheer for this asshole. You will acknowledge me. Acknowledge your champ, Chicago. Uh, Roman keeps elbow smashing uh, Omega up the steps and until Omega shoves him back. Uh, Roman goes back a little while Omega uh, descends the steps. Roman um, looks at his fist and looks back at Kenny. He sprints and does a Superman punch off the steps. As the crowd goes crazy, Roman yells, shut your mouth, Chicago. Keep the same energy you had. You hate me, right? Respect your tribal chief. Uh, Roman hits the Rikishi driver through the announce table. <coughs> at one point, Roman is in front of the turnbuckle and goes, ooh, ah. He goes for the spear, and Omega moves out of the way, and Roman's shoulder hits the uh, post. Omega quickly uh, sits Roman on the, on the second turnbuckle. Omega climbs up and uh, hits Roman with a diving foot stamp to the back of his head. He goes for the pin, but we see the, uh, the way Roman landed, his legs on the ropes. At one point, Omega goes for the German suplex, um, but Roman jumps in the air and does a wheelbarrow uh, snapmare. But Omega lands on his um, on his hands and does a handspring 180 V-trigger. The crowd chants, holy shit, as he rushes for the pin. Reigns kicks out at, uh, at two and a half um, as Omega looks off in confusion. <coughs> While Roman is laid out, Omega walks to the top of half of his body. He kicks Roman's arm and pretends to throw an elbow pad into the crowd. Crowd gets hyped, realizing what he's doing. He runs to the ropes, bouncing off, and Roman pops up and does a rock bottom. He goes for the pin. One, two, Omega kicks out. Uh, Roman goes for the reverse super hurricane rana to Omega on the top turnbuckle, but Omega plants his feet while leaving Roman's torso hanging, um, hanging out. 
He flings him forward, so he's in electric chair position, and does his uh, tosses him in the air in, into a German suplex. Um, so it's pretty much like an avalanche. Courts uh, Courts Wrath, I think is how you call it. Courts Wrath. He lays on top of him for the pin. One, two. Roman kicks out. Omega looks pissed as Roman lay, laying there breathing heavy. And then uh, Roman does a pop up Samoan drop in, um, in order to come back. Roman starts getting a second win. He cocks his wrist and does a uh, taunt signaling for a, a Superman punch. He goes for a Superman punch, but Omega hits a V-trigger to his chest at the same time. They both lay there as the crowd's going crazy. The ref is slowly counting to 10 as they both get up. The crowd's cheering. They both run at each other, and Roman does the jumping guillotine. And Roman's locking it in as Omega's drifting off. The ref grabs Omega's arm, lifts it, and it drops. He does it again, and it drops. The third time he does it, it drops one last time. Omega has passed out, making Roman the winner of both DPW champion and and the uh, DP World Championship. Roman lays there in exhaustion. The crowd cheers as the Usos get in the ring and help him up as he holds both titles up in aggravating pain. He then walks up the ramp and holds the, um, the belts up one last time. So the right person won. Okay. Um, but I don't like that they were both heels. I feel like you should have had Omega be the baby face to Roman's heel. Yeah. I feel like Omega is a better baby face. I hated belt collector Omega. I already yeah. think Omega's mid, and I didn't like him as the belt collector. And well, this I, one he's something different. And then yeah, I know they, but, they were both heels going in, but Roman is slowly turning into the face as the match goes on. That's what it's supposed to be like. We we see the shift towards the match, like midway through the match. Yeah, I would have just I would have rather you just have Omega going in as the baby face, Roman as the heel. I think that would have been better. Yeah. Um, I think the match itself is good. The right person won. So I'm going to give you a 3.75. I actually disagree that the right person won. And I do like Roman better than Omega. However, I feel like having Roman win the universe, not universal, the undisputed championship in this right after it happens in real life is a little bit corny. Well, 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 okay. I did say I said I said WWE copied me because I had I had been oh, I made this months okay. ago. I made this a I'll, long, long time ago. Uh, to be fair, WWE have been planning this through the dirt sheets like a year ago, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a more like the door that. sheets. Ha! <laughs> Tell them, Damone. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll not knock you as much for that then. If you <laughs> but I, I it it feels too uh real life WWE for me. It's it's almost like hmm, what if. I had Randy Orton and Matt Riddle be a tag team. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I, mean? I, I made, I like I said, I made all this stuff right after I had, like we did that draft. So like I said, all this stuff. I, I tell you, tell you, there's some parts where it's gonna seem like I copied, but like I said, I had been made some of this stuff. So I will. Uh, I do agree with all Damone's criticisms. There was no baby face in the match, and that felt kind of weird. It's too big of a match to not have one. Yeah. Um, Feels like GM mode all over again. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that. It's fine. So I'm going to be just below Damone with a 3.5. Okay. Travis or Mike, one of you? I agree with what John said. I'm going to give you a 3.5. 3.5, okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a 3.75. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, yep, that's the end right there. Like I said, that's the final shot was Roman Reigns holding up both belts, just like All in right. real life. <laughs> Man gave us the Vince special. <laughs> Next, I did. I can say when I when I saw it happen, I was I was pissed. I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, they're gonna think I'll copy. Hey, we, all, hey, <laughs> we, all, we all acknowledge your tribal chief at the end. 
next week, Little Fudge is uh, Taboo Tuesday. He's doing his. Yep. And then after that, Damone, and then me, and then Travis. Yep. Cyber Sunday for me. All right. Um, let's go ahead and do plugs. Little Fudge. If you would like to see some degenerate shit posting, then you can go to Twitter and type in at Lil X Fudge, and you can see my horrible opinions. Bad guy. I do podcasts and stuff. Bad guy spoken on every social media. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Follow me on all social media at I am Travy T. That's at I am T R A V V Y T. And that's it. Damone. I be Twee and I be TikToking. You can follow me on both at Dumb Money T13. That's D A M O N E Y T13. Uh, also, I'm down uploading D Money, which is me, uh, to Community Creation. So it'll be up tomorrow, some point. Let's go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, HiFi underscore Mike. You can find me find all the shows on T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. It's the letter T, the number one, three spelled out, media.com. Uh, rate us, rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. Fives or fuck off. The golden rule, five or fuck off. And that's Book It. See ya. Bye. <laughs>